It's the best of everything STL. It's Beyond FM from Gaslight. Our guest tonight, Fragile Porcelain Mice. Small town, small mind, small town, small mind. I've said this a million times. You guys have been the band that I've seen the most in my life. Really? Has there ever been an outfit that Scotty wears that you said, fuck no, dude? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Two of them. One is a birthday suit. And the basketball outfit. Yeah, I mean, but that was when I was like a like hundred pounds lighter. I think yeah. I'd look pretty good in that. Like now would be now lighter, now would be really put. I mean, it'd be like yeah. I mean, my my testicles would be hanging out. Cool. That's Boxing Day on the calendar. Yeah, you get December twenty sixth. Yeah. Uh, we observe that. So is that, observe like, the is that like a national holiday for you? But boxing it's for the, for uh, English people. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> in Canada. They celebrate oh, in Canada right. too. After Christmas, the help would get like presents from the like an empty box, wafers and uh, false teeth. What's speckled dick? Isn't that an English thing? Spotted dick. Spotted dick. Had penis. Had a mole on it. We are on South Broadway, so I'm sure we can find a spotted dick somewhere around here. Really easy. <laughs> We could do Beyond it's FM nice. Spotted Dick Night. <laughs> you have to have a spotted dick to get in. Yes. Hey, baby, I got a bottle of wine and the whole box set of friends at home if you want to come <laughs> over. This is Beyond FM. Quiet and good order will be maintained in our city to the best of our ability. Riots, melees, and disturbances of the peace are against the interest of all our people and therefore cannot be permitted. We interrupt this program to bring you on behalf of the United States government. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Stand by. I'll be right there. All right, St. Louis, I want to hear everybody singing. Come on. Now, here comes the music. Let's 
Love it up on the Kim Pop stick. Jump up, force in the ride with the stick. My nigga bitch, the tag man, I know it with stick. Benching in the hill, built the brick by brick. 3500 for the pound on the petrol, yeah. Made it disappear like presto, yeah. Shot to throw it back like a retro, yeah. Swimming in the pussy through the breaststroke, yeah. We don't do swine or the metro, yeah. Check them for them wires on their chest, though, yeah. Put a few commas in my neck, gross. Me a retro on another left folk, yeah. Stay down till we got it Stay down, stay down. Dirty money, got it out the mud, no, no, no. We done let them stick around enough. We let them stick around. I think it's about time we level up. Yeah, we about to 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 level up. Night to the sun up, cause we stay down till we got it right now. of everything STL it is beyond FM good evening we are live from Shamrocks of course course we're starting a little bit early we got a jam-packed show tonight and it's going to be a good time oh uh, yeah we, we have the one and only Jeff Nichols here with us also hey Patrick Booz and we have Retro Champ yes sir yes, yes, sir. yes, sir. yes we do what's going on he's in two there we go I think I have that one turned off Oh, hey, we'll give... Okay, we'll turn Patrick out. There we go. I'll get my own mic for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> what did I do? Did I make a... Re- did I, did, am I going to regret this decision now? Yes, maybe. you definitely are. I Jesus. swear like you guys like a married couple. <laughs> we fight like it's it sometimes. It's love, man. This is yeah. exactly what it is to be in love. Listen, I tell you what, if I didn't if I didn't bust this guy's balls as much as I do, it's because I wouldn't like him and love this him. This is very the same goes. The same, the same goes My, my harshness so. towards him is out of nothing but love and to better this guy because I, I know he's got like, so much potential. I feel like some days when Patrick goes on a ramble, yeah, yeah. I feel like Jeff is just like <laughs> taking it all in and just goes, you know what, some days I just... 
Yeah. I don't know about you, son. Uh-huh. <laughs> I shake true. my head a lot. I shake my head a lot, Retro, with this guy. So there's but lucky that he's lucky he has a brain in there. Otherwise, if there was hollowed out, you'd hear like dice like rolling around in his head or something. So. Okay. He shakes his okay. Head so much at me. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, the last time the last time we did an interview, it was so funny because like. Me and Patrick went off on a spiel about wrestling, and yes. I swear Jeff yes. was about to flip a fucking that's, title. That's, that's all Pat's got with me, man. He's I like, hey, man, let's come on to my show and do it. Talk about wrestling and piss Jeff off. And it's like, that's exactly, bro, he literally DM'd me and told me, let's do that. I'm sure today, he did. Today. I don't doubt that at all, Retro. I, I don't doubt like, that at today, all. I'm like, yo, <laughs> I'm not truth. pissing Jeff off like that. That's all he's got on me, bro. That's all he's got it's on the me. Quit. It's the easiest, the most easiest way to annoy the fuck out of Jeff is to talk about wrestling in front of Jeff. I swear to God, a couple of weeks ago when uh, Outrun the Fall was on the show, me and Ryan were out here yeah, talking yeah. about wrestling, and Jeff is just sitting there rolling his fucking eyes. Listen, I appreciate Jeff your passion, man. I appreciate your compassion. It's just Damn, not my thing, but, you know. I find it that... There's nothing more perverse than slipping into someone's DMs about wrestling. <laughs> it was so, like, persuasive. Oh, I believe he it. He literally hit me up and was like, yo, Retro, we've got to piss Jeff off this week about wrestling. It's got to happen. I'm just like, I've been counting down the days. And I know you to- have. As soon as Tony said, Retro's coming on the show, and I'm like... Fuck yes, dude. We're going to talk about wrestling, and we're going to annoy the crowd. <laughs> he, literally, yeah. he literally just showed me a post about CM Punk. Somebody, like, chained CM Punk at a freaking wrestling event. <laughs> like, bro, like, that shit is wild, bro. I mean, I guess it's maybe my fault. I mean, the only wrestling I ever knew was uh, the WWF on Saturday mornings, and, of course, Hulk Hogan, yeah. Andre the Giant, Jake the Snake Roberts, sure. you know, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Uh, oh! Yeah, I mean... And, and once those like, and, and that was only because my friends were watching it, and so I would watch it, and I never just, I just never have. And listen, I appreciate your uh, passion, man. That's that's great that you guys have it. It's For just sure. not my bag, baby. It's just not <laughs> His my bag. bag. Is music? He sounds right? like he sounds that's like, mine too, though. He almost sounded like Austin Powers when he said that. It's definitely not my bag. That's not my bag, baby. <laughs> not my bag, baby. <laughs> Oh, I was Hell going for no. that. Thank you for the Jeff, man. Hey, do talk about something that you do like. How was California? California was amazing. Uh, for those of you that don't know, me and Jen just got back uh, last Tuesday, um, and we uh, went out to California with a Nimical Drive. Wow. And, uh, yeah, it was amazing. We went on tour, per se. Um, we went out to uh, Long Beach, California, flew out there last Friday, the 23rd. You ain't go to the north side of Long Beach. Yeah. Don't count. You didn't go to the north side. Didn't, we did not go. We you were definitely to the on north the side south side. Beach. Are you front? You got connections there? No, it's just I know Vince Staples said don't ever go there. Oh, we did not. So we were in the south side. It was very nice. South uh, side. Friday night we played a show in Costa Mesa, California, at the Tiki Bar. It was amazing. Our good friend uh, Wiley McFly Johnson from Die Criminal also joined us and played a show out there. Uh, thanks to John Mancuso and Tower Seventy Four concerts um so big shout out to him um he's uh been a part of st louis in a long time used to run the uh, mad magician shout out and uh has been part of the music scene so um inimical went out there friday night played a show saturday we had a day off hung around did beach day had a lot of fun with all the friends and uh people that went along with us and then uh sunday they played a show at the famous viper room on sunset boulevard 
Uh, the really? famous strip. Yeah, dude. Uh, if you don't know, the Viper Room has had so many famous bands um, uh, take off from there. Mm. Um, uh, apparently, Miley Cyrus is just known to show up on any given night and do shows at the Viper Room. Uh, little history fact for movie buffs. Uh, the actor uh, River Phoenix uh, passed away or overdosed there and actually died on his way to the hospital. But do you know? Fuck. Do you know who was playing that same night? Like with no, River I Phoenix? don't. Johnny Depp before he hit it big with really? Jump Street was on stage playing that night. Really? Yes. Yeah. There's been a lot of people, and then of course, if you don't know and never been down there. So Sunset Strip in that area is kind of would be considered like our Del Mar Hall uh, with the pageant, with the mm-hmm. the different venues, all the, the Blueberry Hill and all those right. different venues. Well, that's what you had. The Viper Room, uh, literally right across the street and a block over was the Whiskey-A-Go-Go, the oh. famous Whiskey-A-Go-Go. Where I, love, I love the I stories about the Whiskey. Aerosmith is where they were uh, found at there. What? Um, yeah, dude, all these. And then right literally a block and a half down on the same side of the Whiskey-A-Go-Go was the famous Rainbow room where like Guns N' Roses partied uh, 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 what's Motorhead uh, Lemmy from Motorhead yeah, was Lemmy. a frequent visitor. That was like Lemmy's favorite spot. That was his favorite spot. Uh, apparently Ozzy and Sharon it says there's stories all over that they are known to frequent the Rainbow Room at any given time and have lunch or dinner there. I've always um, wanted to go dude, out there. Dude it was amazing. We did a, a Nimical Drive did a photo shoot at the famous whiskey room in front of their, uh, or the famous rainbow room in front of their fireplace, the big lobby. And uh, it just was amazing to be in there and to be able to be allowed to do what they were allowed to do. And they kind of let us roam the bar and we got to go upstairs. And you just, the, the stair, the famous stair leading up to the bathrooms is just lined with all these famous pictures of artists and celebrities that have kinda been like in there. Kind of like how Blueberry Hill is in that back room. Exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. like the Blueberry Hill of St. Louis where all these celebrities have come in and signed pictures. And then you're looking at the tables and they have these gold plaques above the table that says table 14 reserved for George Bush or table 14 reserved for Ozzy and Sharon. Uh, the mayor of Long Beach, a couple of other people. I didn't know names, but they were, I'm sure, in the music industry or whatever. And That's awesome. It was just really crazy to be in those places and see uh, the Viper Room. Unfortunately, we were not allowed in the green room like Inimical was, but if we could, I'm sure, just the stories and the people that have been back. I mean, it was, it, here's what blew me away. It was the smallest podunk hole-in-the-wall place I've ever seen. For it to be such a famous venue, but have, my God, it was amazing. It's to historical. have like such a legendary spot, right? It's so small, and dude. We were blown away. Like those we are some of in, the we're best like, places. Yeah. Like you, I don't think nobody realized it. Right? Some of the best places are like hole in the wall. Absolutely, spot. man. I've always said that. That's I'm. I'm. Me and Jenner. One. If we go out, we find the hole in the wall places. The, right. Ask the locals. What do you recommend? I don't want the chain shit. I want the the. Uh, flair of the city and what you guys are and and that's kind of what we got we had a lot of friends down there that have been from st louis and moved down there the people that we got to meet it was amazing i, I could talk so happy and so, so stoked for you guys to get to go do that that was it, so cool thanks man. man it was uh it was definitely something we won't regret uh big shout out to inimical drive to all the guys man we, we became uh even closer friends and family with inimical drive and they have their famous saying I party with Inimical Drive. Well, we partied with Inimical Drive and had a blast. So, <laughs> That's awesome. Amazing. Yep. So, Amazing. 
But I don't want to chew up all of our time talking about that. I know no. we got retro to talk to, and well, I uh, I, I have a couple story, things. Yeah, I have a couple you, things before I get to retro because I know he's got something huge. Yes, he does. Well, <clears throat> anyway, um, <laughs> so Friday Friday night we went and seen Gorilla Theory. They were in town, I guess, for Tommy's birthday and all kinds of other stuff. And uh, went to Hot Java, which is formerly known as the Ready Room. And it was a good time. And supposedly, well, I guess what happened is the Twisted Tiki that's right next door at the corner right there. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay. So it looks like they bought that out. And so when they did, they you could basically access um, the outside area of Twisted Tiki from... The from Hot Java, so that just really opened the space for everybody. So you can go out and hang out and smoke, and then come back in, and you know it it was cool. Nice. nice. Um, and then Saturday night, uh, we went. Uh, I went and seen out on the fall and for Battle of Point I'm Fest. I'm so mad. I missed that. God damn. Congratulations show. to them, by the way. Yeah. Have you heard they well advanced? Done. I was out on the fall. I was and those have advanced. The and, and the Richters. Oh, for and real? the Richters, too. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Oh, well yep. done. Well so. done. We just found out today. We got the word from Brandon. That's awesome. Shout out to yeah. Brandon, by the way. He's in Narlands with his girlfriend, having a good time, party, taking a up. vacay. So, shout out to Brandon Barbier. Party Hope you're having up, a great Mr. time Barbier. down there. Yeah, I'm in Lauren. So, that's awesome. And what about you, sportsman? Oh, I mean, well, the Cardinals so, kicked ass the other day. <laughs> you, you can't really say it all that much. Uh, just once. Just once yeah, just once here lately. Um, I mean, you want to talk about sports? I can talk about sports. So, Cardinals uh, were busy over the last couple of days, and so were the Blues. I was going to say, let's talk Blues, baby. Yeah, let's talk about some I Blues. I will talk Blues all day long. All right, so Vladimir Tarasenko is still a Blue. Oh, what? Yes. Oh, He's, what? He has not been traded yet. Good, good, there good, is some good. talk, though, between the Blues and a couple other teams, mainly the Islanders. So their general manager does not take any shit. He is full-on committed to, like, getting an actual decent, like, return for Tarasenko, like Armstrong is. But the general manager he's dealing with um, from the new – he used to be with the New Jersey Devils, and they won three Stanley Cups with this guy. He's now the general manager for the Isles. He's not taking any of Armstrong's shit. He's not going to be bent over a barrel just like he did with Buffalo, just like he did with pretty much every trade that he's done here in the last couple of years. So he's at a standstill right now with this general manager from from the Isles. They did, however, acquire Pavel Busnevich, if you're wondering how to say his name, Jeff. Busnevich? Busnevich. Sounds like booty sniff. Why why all these hockey players sound like they got a disease with Right, bro? That's what what happens when you come from Russia, bro. Like, for real. Pavel Busnevich. Pavel Pavel Busnevich. Pavel Like, for for real. Like, if you listen to all I hope he never comes on this show because he's going to hate you. Damn, man. Oh, for real, it sounds like they all, like... Right, like got, got like, some, like, constipation. Yeah, they like, they, it's wrong It's like them. every year, like, Russian... The Russian players that come from the KHL or come from Russia in general, you they know, always have the most complicated to, names. We're going to have to play a game one Monday night, and we're going to have to see if we can pronounce hockey players' <laughs> names. And, and, and you're going to have me pronounce yes. them and yes. see. Because I'm you, sure you know the proper pronunciation. Yes. I will just try to read it without <laughs> knowing it. And I we'll guarantee be like, you after Jeff Pablo says a name, he <laughs> 
on the dead hump. Watch, I get, I guarantee you, as soon as Jeff pronounces a name, he gonna sneeze or cough. <laughs> well, hey, we'll have Catch a we'll have a competition. We'll have a com- we'll have a competition between Jeff. Tony and see if we can get Brandon or maybe we can get Jen to do it too. Jen, uh, the th- it's a three-way battle to see who can pronounce what Russian name. Right, Ooh, just hockey three-way. names in general, yeah, man. Just hockey, just names hockey general. players' names in general, past or present. There's so, some good ones. So Bushnevich goes to the Blues from the Rangers for Sammy Blay and a second-round draft pick from next year. So we basically got a pretty much a steal. A guy that gets 20 to 25 Come goals on, a season. He just scored over 48 points this past year for the Rangers in, I think it was like 60-some-odd games for the Rangers. So we get a decent first, maybe second-line right winger. We then went out and signed Brandon Saad, who's been a thorn in the blue side the last number of years, playing for Chicago, playing for Colorado. He's going to basically take over probably first-line or second-line right wing. Gets about 20 to 30 goals. We lost, however, Jaden Schwartz. He went to Seattle. Mike Hoffman went to Montreal. So we lost a decent grinder in Schwartz, and Hoffman, who was supposed to be a goal scorer, he's gone. Cardinals, I mean, you don't want to talk about record. You want to talk about the weird trades that they made (laughs) the other day at the deadline. These ones just didn't make any sense, but Mazalak's trying to make it work. They They trade Lane Thomas out to Washington for John Lester. They trade John Gant for J.A. Happ. I said it the other day, and I'll say it again. This rotation now would have looked scary in 2018. You're about three, four years too late with some of these guys. Lester, he's 36, a great left-handed pitcher a couple of years ago. He's don't want to say he's washed up, but pretty damn near. J.A. Happ is damn washed up. He He has been statistically the worst major league starter in AL and NL all season long. Retro's getting chore up over here by some sweat bees. <laughs> Retro's having some problems. He's like, damn B. Oh, shit. We got, we're getting attacked over here. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, Pat. No, you're good. You're good. So that was their uh, main acquisitions at the trade deadline. Currently six and a half out of the wild card. So there's still a chance in August and eight back in the central. But right now, the fucking Milwaukee Brewers are just killing it. They're sitting in third. The Cardinals are sitting in third place, eight games back of Milwaukee. What about Hello. what about the whole Molina thing? Congratulations to Molina for is passing now, Albert Pujols and is now number four, number four on the number four list. Yeah, on the all-time hit list yeah. for the Cardinals. He's only four 30, four. 35 hits away from taking over the number three spot, which is doable in the rest of the season, and he might end up playing next year. He's still talking about coming back for one more season. Wow. It's going to be a while before he ends up catching, uh, if he wants to try to catch uh, the man. He's nearly about a thousand hits away from doing that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a stretch. <laughs> yeah, that's a bit of a stretch. So. You think he'll continue much longer? He's getting up there in age, he's man. De- he's definitely he's 40, getting up there. Thirty. I mean, like he's, thirty-eight. I was going to say he wasn't too much younger than me. I think he's like my wife's age or something like that. About thirty-eight, thirty-nine years old. So yeah. I'd say he's got another season in him. I say he plays next year, but after that, I doubt he plays. I think he'll go as long as he can until they tell him no. Yeah, like until his he, knees go bad or something that stops him. He's kind of dealing with an ankle injury at this point in time, so if that continues to hamper him, I say one more season and they... Why not go yeah. out and be live yeah. your life the rest of your life happy, man? You're 40 years old and I'd say he ends set. up taking a role as a, as a coach after Right. That. Oh, yeah, sure, sure. You could, I'd see him as the next pitching coach, in all honesty. After Maddox finally gets out, I'd say Molina takes over. That's just my opinion. 
Sweet. Yep, there's sports for you. That's sports with Patrick Weeze. <laughs> All right, Join let's, us next week. You, let's take a really one, like a one-song break, and then we'll come back with the big announcement from Retro. And also, if you haven't heard, we have some band named Fragile Porcelain Mice here tonight. What? That we're going to uh, yes, get to hang out with for a little bit. I think they're eating some snacks and stuff, so... They're waiting in the wing as well. So we'll do one song. We'll come back and we'll talk about the big announcement. And uh, we'll do that right now. But we're going to play some Retro Champ. And this is my favorite. This is 90 on Beyond FM. St. Louis. St. Louis. St. Louis. The 314. St. Louis. The Beyond FM. The best of everything STL.
the best of everything STL. It is Beyond FM, and we are live from Shamrocks. We're hanging out outside because it's so freaking nice for August 2nd. It is absolutely Besides the sweat bees that are trying to kill Retro. Right, Retro is getting attacked over here. Must, must, right. I don't know what the fuck you are, bro. You it's must be. the black shirt. You, you are look sweating like, like no other. I'm not even sweating. That's the funny thing about <laughs> this shit, man. You must be sweet as fuck over there, boy. <laughs> I must they be full like of honey you. or some shit, man. This shit is stupid. <laughs> we gotta do a back back sell on that song right there. We need to because that was that was that is a fucking banger in my opinion. Oh, bro. That yeah. is a good song, bro. Dude, I like that. Dude, I like that. That is one of my favorite songs to fucking work out to. I'm Dude, not even gonna fucking lie. Bro. I swear, every song you drop out, you drop just keeps getting better and better, man. Seriously. For real, like to see your growth and potential, man, and then what you got, dude, and just. What you got going on, man, is amazing. And uh, and I want to point out, too, is because the last time I saw you perform, because <clears throat> nobody else, none of these guys showed up. Um, Shut up. I had no, things to you. do. <laughs> but you, but, but you, Just made them feel bad. You no, fuck you. Hey, hey, pop a Smurf. Right. Kiss my ass. <laughs> Undedicated motherfucker calling us out. Seriously. No, but you played with a live band, and it was incredible. I, I, I applaud you. I know you. It, it was something for you to get used to but yeah, it, it, it was but different it, man, man. I, I it's like it's crazy because i've always wanted to do it and the fact that i finally got a chance to do it it just it elevated everything it bro. came across so you know good oh yeah, yeah it really did um shout out to cj my guitarist um shout out to my dj zero uh shout out to zach aller from discrepancies for you know what i'm saying playing for me that night mm-hmm. damn um, nice you know what i'm saying it, it was just a complete different feeling Especially being on stage, you know what I'm saying, at the City Foundry. Shout out to the City Foundry. Um, shout out to Nando STL because that was his show. Yeah. It was his headline show, you know what I'm saying. Uh, shout out to Tomo. Shout out to Blake. Shout out to, to Q. Shout out to everybody, man, you know what I'm saying. I was on that car doing their thing. Um, uh, it, it was just an amazing time, for real. Like, it was just an amazing time. I feel like everybody on that card was where they needed to be. The, the whole elevation of the show was just going up and up and up. It was just crazy. And I had I had a lot of fun with it, man. I had a lot of fun with the band. I had a lot of fun, for real, especially with this whole new retro thing. Like, the whole new retro style is, like, it's about to be done. It's just, I'm, I love it a lot. I'm amazed with it. So is that something you see continuing on with from moving forward here on out with absolutely. shows, having a live band oh, behind yeah, absolutely, you? absolutely, absolutely. That's awesome, man. Absolutely. For sure. Game changer, huh? Oh, it's definitely a game changer. You know what I'm saying? It separates you from a lot of things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, I'm, I'm a drummer. So, you play with a live band, it just, it makes you feel some type of way. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, it's like, I've watched so many bands play. From discrepancies to to broken youth to, uh, uh. I want to see this is uh, this is me breathing again. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like in my silence, like I've like all these bands who have like they're, they're like live. I think that's one of the hardest things to do is remember so much stuff in a short amount of time or a long amount of time, especially with a band because like it's cues. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There, there are certain hits that you have to. To hit on, right? It's certain things that you have to cue certain people to do. Like, it's just a lot of elements that go in with this live band stuff, and I applaud everybody that does it. You know what I mean? I oh, really yeah. do. Especially with practice, it, it takes a lot of practice to get things down. Yeah, 
So will uh, your announcement here involve a live band? Absolutely. <laughs> That's Absolutely. what I was trying to Floor get at. Is yours. Let's hear the announcement, brother. Yeah. So... We have a drum roll here. What, I mean, uh, something. I mean, man. Jesus Christ. Undedicated. Look at this, champ. Look at this, man. He's going to throw us under the bus. Producer, you are so unprepared. I mean, oh, my God. Right, this guy's go. got right, sound effect buttons. All he's got to do is push one and They on your ass, Tom. All right, all right he's going to pull some shit. Here we go. Here we go. All right. September 17th at Off-Broadway. I'm doing a headline show. Yeah. Hell yeah. Nice. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Doing a headline show. It's been a long time coming. It's been four years since I've done a headline show. The last time I did a headline show was at, uh, I think it was the Firebird. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was so long Rip. ago. Yeah. R.I.P. to the Firebird, man. I, I love that venue a Same. lot. So it, it's kind of coming back full circle. Four years later, I'm doing a headline show with amazing people. Dead Play, Wavoka. The theme is basically like we're the underdogs. Like we are, you know what I'm saying? Like this is Dead Play's first time performing. This is Wavoka's, uh, not her first time performing, but her first time, you know what I'm saying, doing something on a bigger platform right. like this. Um, she's done a lot of other things too. Like she's done a lot of stuff on a big platform. But like as far as St. Louis goes, like this is going to, you know what I'm saying? Elevator right. too. That's awesome, man. And, uh, you know, I respect them completely. I respect Dead Play, Jamie and CJ. Shout out to them. I respect them because of their craft. They are the St. Louis Suicide Boys, in my opinion. And then you got Wavoka. She's like a little rager. She's like a she's like a mini Rico Nasty. Like, she's like, <laughs> for real, like, she, she is hard. You know what I'm saying? And... All those elements, including with me, is just like it's gonna be one hell of a energetic ass show, and that's what I was going for. You know, like I was going for something with high energy, something that people can, you know, what I'm saying, have a good time to, and just wild the fuck out. You know what I mean? Like right. it's just it's just a. Nice Where's this show. happening at? Off Broadway. Off Broadway. Off Broadway. Which we, no. when we talked, we talked uh, in DMs. <clears throat> Um, that I find I find it pretty special that Off Broadway is going to have a hip hop show because they're mostly known for indie and singer songwriter and yeah. and stuff like that. So it is nice that they're branching out into some more newer stuff. Oh yeah, man they they have treated me with so much respect over there, man. And, and shout out to them because as soon as I, I we we talked about it, they were completely on board with it. And you know they were like, it'll be good for the community and. You know, people to come out and support this because it's something different that we haven't really done before. So I'm interested, man, and I'm, I'm kind of excited. I'm nervous as fuck at the same time. I, I've been saying this shit all day. <laughs> I am nervous as hell because I don't know how this is going to go. Like, I want the whole city to come out for this because I really think it's going to be a special night. It's going to be an experience that people are not going to forget. Patrick, you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna be in love with this show. Like, oh, I'm fuck yeah, bullshit. dude. I am so stoked for like, it, bro. Like the whole thing, like I can't, I cannot wait for you to see it. Like you're gonna be in love with it. So it's just like the whole, the whole thing is just gonna be phenomenal, man. Like, and I just want everybody to come out and, you know, what I'm saying, enjoy that. You know what I'm saying? Because like, we don't get to enjoy a lot of shows these days. Because you know, what I'm saying people don't go there for the experience because they don't know what the experience looks like. Yep. 
So and I'm trying to give them the I experience. I got it in my calendar, bro. So I'm definitely going to be there. For sure. And Off-Broadway really is a great room. It, it, it does. It is kind of set up like the Firebird was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. For the and that's part. the craziest yeah. thing, too. I got the yep. uh, address pulled up here. Six or three... 3509 Lemp Avenue in St. Louis. Doors open at 7. Show starts at 8. And tickets are $15 at the door and right now. Cool. So, What's the date again? Now. September 17th. September 17th. Because it is it's not a, a Friday. It's, not, it's, it's a Friday, it's a Jeff. Friday come on. Night. You got to be there, brother. It's a Friday uh, night. Unfortunately. Jeff. Hold up. Jeff's going to be gone. Watch. Me and Jen. Our, our, we already have our tickets booked and everything. We are going to be at Mo Roots Festival this year, Whoa. Uh, September Where's 16th, 17th, and 18th, down at Bass River Resort. Uh, it's Tree One Four, uh, Aaron Cam and the One Drops. Oh, um, that's a banger. Uh, you don't even have to say anymore, man. That's it. No, Spilly, <laughs> Spilly Nelson is playing I, down well, there. Well, we can tell where Tony's going to be. At. I, I think it's, it's a it's a pretty big lineup, and if I'm not mistaken. If I'm putting this in the right one because there's a couple of festivals, but I know Circo is playing one of these festivals that we're going to, oh, and I'm huge. pretty sure it's uh, Mo Roots Festival, and I have not seen Circo in forever. They were out for a while, kind of took a hiatus. They were debating on whether they're coming back. They are coming back, and apparently, if I'm not mistaken, it's Mo Roots Fest. So... Aaron Cam and the One Drops and Tree One Four, Spilly Nelson, uh, Bongo Jack, um, just so many uh, local bands that we support. So I'm sorry, unfortunately, we will be out camping. Festival in it up retro. If I you apologize. don't bring me back a marshmallow, I'm not taking that. I will bring, dude. I will bring you back <laughs> whatever you want, brother. You want some marshmallow? You want a s'mores? I definitely want a damn s'mores. Dang. I'll bring you some if s'mores. If Jeff don't come back with a s'mores, I'm bringing. <laughs> here's I'm not accepting his apology. I'm bringing retro s'mores. Retro. Here's the thing, though. He says he's going to do it, but this motherfucker also went out to Cali and didn't bring me back in and out. So he's Oh, kinda... see what I'm saying? <laughs> see, you already fucking up. The they wouldn't let me bring it on the plane. Oh, I tried okay. to get okay. customs, and they searched me, and it was just bad. Oh, my yeah. gosh. TSA took it. So I'm guessing, Uncle Tom, you're going to be leaving me, too? No, no, I'm coming. Ooh, okay, Uncle Tom might pull up. Okay. Uh, I know, man. Okay. I'm sorry. Retro, it's not. Jeff, Jeff is going to miss one of the biggest shows I know, years. but here's the deal we don't miss it because of beyond fm because of tony and pat and because right. of all the people Thanks. i'm going to see your performance one oh, way absolutely. shape or form I, or so another, that monday so. the next monday i will do nothing but fucking talk it up because that absolutely, show is going to be the dude. best show and of i'm the sure it is year, and i'm really bummed that we're missing it. i promise yeah. you I, that monday i will fucking talk it up like no other <laughs> i swear it's no gonna way. be a vibe man it's gonna literally be a, a goddamn experience i'm telling you very Few and far between do me and Jen miss shows due to oh, I'm very us not ha- like either a being at another show supporting another artist, artist or whatever it be, or we have our four teenage kids taking care of them, or the fact that we do all just like everybody work our jobs and sometimes we just but majority of the time if we're not at a show it's not because we're sitting at home doing nothing we're out doing something some way shape or form in the in the scene and so i wish we could be everywhere because uh but i'm not missing mo roots man this is our first year going I give you shit, but you are excited. one of the most dedicated sons of bitches so I'm just thank, saying, you, man. Just thank you we try sure. we try 
very dedicated to the But you know thing. what? We're hiring interns at Beyond FM. And yes, you we are. Pay- like, it's a free internship, but I if you want to come and go to They're trying to fire Pat. No, stop it. Trying to fire Pat. tried a long time ago, and it didn't work. They're going to fire me. tried a long time ago. They're trying to fire Pat. They tried a long time ago, and they couldn't do it. Nope. So, But no, for real, like interns, man, if you want to go to shows and get in under Beyond FM as our media, and you share your videos, and you put them up on your pages, and you tag take Beyond FM, take pictures, that's all we're asking. It's it's a way for you to get out, see shows, and support these local artists. For sure. We all got some way or shape or form we can give, and giving is one of the easiest forms of showing love and support, because Absolutely. it's free to do. Just share. That's what... We got started doing sharing videos. I've had a couple people actually reach out to me asking me, how do I get on Beyond FM? Justin, uh, this guy, Justin Williams. You remember, uh, you ever remember Mac from uh, over at the point? Mac, she actually reached out to me um, the night of at Red Flag. She asked me because I gave her a shirt and she's like, how do I fucking come on there? So we hung out. She was her and she's uh, in a relationship with Zach, the drummer from Inimical. We hung out all weekend, and it just dawned on me, uh, I think it was Friday night, she made a comment about she's going to be on the Viper starting today. Yep. It yep. was today from 2 to 6. Hey, Matt shout out back. to the Viper. You know what's crazy? taking over for Fishy. The yep. Viper The and Viper played, It was. I had one, what was it? I think it was like my first song that I ever put out. Well, video, I should say. And the Viper immediately put it on their page, and I was like... That's crazy. Like, I didn't even know who they were until they put it on the page. And I, and ever since then, it's been nothing but love. I want to do an interview with them, too, because, like I said, it's nothing but love from, from me to them because they literally put me on a platform before anybody else did. So shout-out to the Viper, man, for sure. For sure, man. Yeah, so she's she's going to be back and uh, got talking with her. She's very interested in Beyond FM. She was asking Hell us yeah. a lot about it while we were out in Cali and, and just thought it was an awesome thing that we were doing. And then it was just funny. I, I uh, saw her post about going back to the Viper, and I'm like, and I start looking up on her Facebook. You know, we're friends on Facebook now, and start looking, and she's like, you know, started a job at the point back in 2015. And I'm like, you're Mac from the point. Yeah, and she's yeah. like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. And so congrats to her and, and the Viper. And, yes, man, as much as we are beyond FM and we do our thing, we do support the Viper and the point and the way they they do support we just like local. like to talk shit. But we like to, Of course. <laughs> and, and, of course, they're not playing local like we are. And, and maybe, hopefully – they can uh, feel a little fire underneath us from Beyond FM, and right. and We're we do have ground. the connections, and we do have the friendships, Fetch. and Fetch. it's it's going, and that's what supporting and building is. It's not a competition. We are all in this together. We support, not destroy. So, right. shout out to the Viper. Shout out to those other stations. We wish them just as much luck as we hope they wish us. So, exactly. truth. All right, we got to get out of here because we can get you. Fragile porcelain mice and uh, enjoy this evening. But man, you know I love you. Love you too, man. For and, sure. and hang out with us if you guys. want, man. Chill. Yeah, this is going to be an stick interesting around. conversation. Yeah, around, yeah, man, I'm here, bro. I got a seat right here for you, buddy. All right, for sure, man. Like I said, I appreciate you guys. I appreciate Beyond FM, Retro Champ Live, September 17th at Off Broadway. Tickets are $15 right now. Go click the link in my bios, wherever you. My Instagram is the Retro Champ. You can go on my Facebook. You know what I'm saying? If you add me on Facebook, I guarantee you I'll add you back. 
And uh, you know what I'm saying? Just ask for the link for the tickets. I'll send it to you. It's everywhere. You feel what I'm saying? Um, if you haven't heard my music, FYI is out now. My EP, uh, Backlash is out. Level Up, all that shit. 90 is out. You know what I'm going to do for you, Retro? All that. I'm going to buy two tickets. Word? I'm going to buy two tickets, and we're going to give them out here on Beyond FM. Oh, so that's I can't love. make it to your show. That's love. I'll buy two tickets, and, okay. and we'll give them away. Hey, if y'all hear that, if y'all listening right now, Jeff is buying two tickets, and yep. the first, I, you know what? I was going to do it tomorrow, but since Jeff brought it up, the first five people, the first five people that tap in with Beyond FM. Yep. Somebody, somebody's going to get two tickets. Yep. So out of them five, out of them random five people, Jeff's going to pick two. Yep. Yep. We'll figure it out. I nice. tell you what, you guys either get a hold of Retro, get a hold of Beyond FM. Somebody. But uh, if, you're, if you're following Retro and you go, just tag Beyond FM and he'll say, hey, here's the people and we'll pick two and I will have... Or I'll, I'll pick one because I'll have a set of two, uh, two tickets to right. the show. So we'll pick a winner, and you'll have two tickets to September 17th at uh, Off-Broadway for Retro Champs Headlining Show. Yes, sir. All right, we're going to take a little break, and we'll be back with uh, Fragile Force and Mice up next on Beyond FM. This is the best of everything, STL. This is Beyond FM 24-7. St. Louis. I was created to try to
Everything STL. All day, all night. We're coming at you 24 7, 365 days a year. Beyond FM.
You're listening to Beyond FM. You're going to learn today. <laughs> First you sell it, then you make it. That's marketing. What the masses demand. It's Fragile Porcelain Mice, and it is on Beyond FM. Good evening, and thank you for tuning in. Thank you so much. Um, I know Jeff's excited. I'm excited. Patrick's oh, excited. Yeah. And uh, so tonight we have Scotty, Dave, and Tim from Fragile Porcelain Mice as we get ready to celebrate the oh, grand reopening. Too. The grand opening, kind of, of Red Flag. Yeah, yeah, this is awesome. Which Big I news. have a lot of people argue. Well, Red Flag's done shows for the past year, but no, it's not. It, it hasn't officially been the grand opening, so we are excited for sure. Yep, for sure. Absolutely. Saturday, by the way, Saturday, this August seventh, this yes. Saturday. Yeah, this, this Saturday. Saturday. This yeah, Saturday. we were supposed to play the grand opening in March of twenty twenty. And something happened. And then it was initially supposed to be Hell Night, and then Hell Night. Had uh, had another engagement, and then we said yes, and then COVID said no. <laughs> yep. Yes. And so, yep. I was very disappointed when that got shut down because that was going to be. Uh, I think as, it's pretty much the same same uh, lineup, correct, Tim? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well done. I believe it's the well exact same, it's the exact same He's lineup. An interviewing professional. <laughs> you can tell. Yes. <laughs> Well done. I think, and you could say this on 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 um, on Internet's radio. radio. Yes, Um, the band Bastard was supposed to play in March of 2020. They're still around, but they couldn't do it this time. So, um, in in some circles, Bastards is a is a uh, is a nasty word. They say. Oh, yeah. I think the FCC, but we don't. Oh, God. No, no. You can say it all you want, and if that's the name of the band, I mean. So basically, I'll be like, Tim, uh, do you find me to be an attractive man? <laughs> yes. Thank, yeah. you, thank you for that, Tim. All 
A lot of times You're we welcome. come onto these uh, shows just to work out personal, like kind of uh, like affirmations. Sure, I sure. I see that with a lot of bands. I can't afford is what a lot of a lot of affirmations. Yeah. Do right. you guys do you guys tend to bounce therapy things off? Because I with working with a lot of bands, yeah. they're like relationships. So right. especially being as long together. Oh, so speaking of relationships, Tim, do you think <laughs> women find me attractive? Yes. Thank you for that. I'm sorry. What were you saying? <laughs> about using each other for therapy. Oh, it's a I'm lot not like sure the, what you're talking about. Like the Bob Newhart show. Right. Right. <laughs> it's not, it's not, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm way. I'm like. I'm really on the cusp of what the kids are into. I think so. You know, it's like you know, uh, Bob Newhart show. Yeah. Uh, sure. Uh, right, anything, pet rocks. Anything Asner uh, would be in. <laughs> Asner. Yes. I did a little deep dive into Lou Grant the other day oh, on the yes. internet. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, check right. that out in the Googles. You can uh, check it out. Ted Knight too. Ted Knight. Ted Knight. Yes. yes. Monroe. Yeah. <laughs> so. Ted Knight was a legend. Yeah, so, man. so, so, listen. As normal, we're off to a great start, right, Tim? <laughs> Ted Knight. Ted Knight. Yes. <laughs> All right. Ted Knight. Okay. Tim, I got to so, say, I do love that shirt. I do love that shirt. Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. Yes. Uh, me and me and David, I think we all are, but I know me and Dave are very big Python fans. Yes. So we, I am uh, as well. Yes. yes. For sure. This is how it For works. sure. Wait, wait till you see it on Saturday. It's pretty much the musical equivalent of that. Yes. Yes. I can only imagine. So I'm... Um, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> when you say some, it like that. Some, some <laughs> wish they were only imagining it, but, but some have had to witness it, and to those folks, we apologize. Do you do a cover of the Lumberjack song? No. <laughs> Could <laughs> you? Was the question, Could we? Could you? Could you? Oh. Um, well, we... we it might be kind of hard to stop us now. Uh, well, I think we know what practice just turned into tomorrow. <laughs> Scott, Scott, what do you think? Scott's just sitting over there. Oh, going, no, just um, the Mighty Python songs. Um, yeah. yeah. Would you do it? Sure. Yeah. He's Absolutely. He's a lumberjack yeah. and he's okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah sure. Uh, sure. Sure. There it is. Yeah. So, uh, August 7th, we'll see some lumberjack Monty Python songs. I'm pretty sure that's nope. going to be the best thing you see, too. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So. So, okay, for real, yes. what are we expecting to see August 7th? Are we seeing your whole, ca- like, are you guys playing an album front to back? Are you playing no, the best no, ofs? Are you guys, no. yeah? Uh, yeah, it's, no. uh, it's basically the, um, it's, it's, like, it's just the hits. So all the, songs, all the songs are really old. Um, but the, we're probably playing some of the older of the old songs. You know what, so, though? Yeah. That's what I like, man. Okay, I mean, cool. when yeah. you go to these shows, and, like, yeah. it's great to see, like, a lot of, nowadays, a lot of bands on tour that come through the amphitheater, they're, they're promoting a CD, promoting an album, whatever it is, and they play the majority, and you don't hear the old school stuff. Like, yeah. prime example. Those bands we call productive. Right. Yes. We are not productive. <laughs> That's but, we're, but you know what? I when, think, they say, when they say, are you guys resting on your laurels? We're not only resting on our laurels. We are literally laying on our laurels like it's like a 1980s like waterbed. But there's nothing we're wrong with that. I don't laurels. think so if your if your laurels are good. Well, here's the thing: when you did something that might be kind of like judged as, I mean, let, let's say like okay, um, and then you don't produce really anything anymore. That's got not really even okay. You just kind of like I think we'll just do the okay stuff. Yeah, yeah. We wrote we wrote something before COVID. Uh, yeah. And just never really kind of came back to it. There was other stuff that was just like kind of. So uh, 
for us to write, we usually have to be in the same room and just like kind of yeah. like. Well, in your guys' defense, you and Dave also had another project that you guys were working on too. Yeah, we haven't. Yeah, yeah. We haven't done yeah, that in a I while either. Yeah, yeah. I don't really. I, I really yeah, think COVID. I, mean, yeah, just I don't was, know that that really got in the way necessarily, but yes, I mean we, being were, old, we were doing that. Yeah. And well, I'm, yeah, it's not really like you guys late. are just sitting around, you know, and watching soap operas and shit all day. Yeah, pretty much, that's really what it was. Yeah, yeah. Like all, uh, like uh, physiques for all my children out. and young uh, and the restless, and young and the restless, yeah. the young and the restless. <laughs> lot of right, only the soap operas that have been for forty lot plus of, years. A lot of Y and R, Y and R, a lot of Y and R. It was just like, like we thought, we're never gonna get out of this. I might as well just like immerse myself into the lives of uh, of uh, those in Y and R and. Uh, yes. Uh, B and B, that's bold and beautiful. Oh, bold and oh, yeah. Is that how is that how you guys in the business? That's know how, like, yeah, yeah that's a, on the on the message boards. That's how we refer to it. I gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. Oh yeah. She's on all those shows. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, okay. I mean, that's what, yeah. So we, uh, yeah. Tim so it's a lot of old songs. real celebrities. We we uh, we just pretend like we know anything. It's a lot of old songs. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, I, you guys, but the other guys regretting this yet? No, no. not at all. Yeah. Not at all. Come on, come on. No, no, <laughs> yes. No. The other bands will probably produce like newer oh, material. Yeah, yeah, those guys will be good. Definitely come see. It. So, Blight Future, uh, R Six, we played with them. At, yeah, those guys. Blight Anchor, Future really is uh, they're really good. Ashes is uh, Ashes and Iron are, are really good. Um, so that I mean that's the, those are lineup. those are fun shows to play because then we really we have to not suck because yeah, those guys are really good yeah. so then we'll probably be all right because I think like uh, a couple of people from Blight are Belleville people oh my are nephew, they yeah okay. my nephew's okay. friends with a couple of those guys okay yeah uh, Illside Illside mm-hmm. uh, and uh, it should be it should be a uh, uh, you know it's a little bit of not everybody sounds the same. So, yeah, think, that, well, that's good. the other thing, too. Yeah, nice. kind of eclectic. That'll be nice. Yep. That'll be good. And to, I'm actually going to speak. What? Oh, my gosh. And to ring in Red Flag. The new, the new, yes, that's a yes. new big Have place you guys seen it at all? Scott's I have. There. I went to a show a few weeks ago there. Um, it's good. It's nice. I talked to Bob. Uh, sounds good. Um, bigger than food It's bar. amazing. Yeah. It's, yeah. So, um, uh, it's a good, good spot for, I mean, it looks like it's kind of reminds, like, like, Maybe like the amount of people in there, like pops, maybe almost. I mean, it's, okay. it seems pretty big. So, yeah. um, I thought so. I said it could get, it could definitely give a run of to uh, like uh, Del Mar Hall and oh, okay. Uh, okay. possibly yeah. even yeah, I mean the pageant. Of, I mean, it's there's a couple I of think, new places open up in a while. And, yeah, and, oh, uh, yeah. The, the factory and um, St. Louis. Uh, St. Louis Music Park. St. Louis Music Park. Yeah, and, yeah there's a lot of good uh, so hopefully, places. Um, Hopefully, uh, St. Louis can. Well, Bob, Bob worked on it really hard. I, yeah. I oh man, he put his heart and soul in it. Band with Bob, and embarrassingly, I've never been to Red Flag, but but I know he worked his butt off and cared Absolutely. deeply about that place, and really took care of every little detail. He was showing me some blueprints early on, and it looked like it was set up the right way yeah. to make everybody happy. Yeah, it was devastating news when they had uh, started doing the demo or the remodeling on it. They were about to open, and the floor collapsed right in front of the stage. And I was dude, with Bob every, that day. everybody it was, was like, "You gotta be you, kidding!" Oh, I know. I, I mean, it was for fans and the yeah. musicians because it was like everybody was waiting for that and anticipating it, and it was just like, 
So shout out to Bob for continuing through the you know downfalls what? of. We don't like. I don't do enough. Like say shout out to people. Like shout out. Yeah, no, you don't. That, I like. Do you like, want to catch yeah. up? Yeah. Do you want to do some shout outs? Do all the shout outs you want to do in your life? It's like we talk about like ashes and to you. Like we talk about you know ashes and iron. Shout out Dave Goodman. You know. Oh, Dave Goodman. You know, like I mean, like. My boy, all my favorite rappers that tend to do that at radio interviews, so right. like whoever, just shout, they, they just shout out whoever right. they do. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. I would shout out, shout out Bob Fancher. Shout out, shout out Red Flag. Oh, yeah. all right, all right. Sweet. What's that? Ian Bear. Oh yeah. Shout okay. out Ian Bear. Right. Right. Shout. Shout. <laughs> shout. Just shout. I don't shout out enough people. We have delivered zero information to anyone so far, so we're doing oh, well, well. So far, uh, we're we're playing Saturday, and we, I mean, the rock collective known as Fragile Course of Mice, who have been around probably if you're under the age of thirty, uh, your parents probably got it on. Yep. Uh, like <laughs> yep. Uh, like at one of our shows. Yep. Because it's just for the grown and sexy now, and uh, so I- us. We're yeah. fragile pores and eyes. I remember banging my ex-wife to no cop shows. A uh, hell yeah, times. I remember <laughs> that. No, so, I was so, there. So, so I'm just going to add you to a long list of people who I swear to God. I, I, I mean, I will meet people at work that are just like you were in that band, and I'm like, well, sadly, I still am in that band. Yeah. Wait, uh, we are still together. Secondly, still secondly, um, do you know who didn't go home with a girl from that show? <laughs> Me. Yeah. So it's but like, my parents so, were knocking boots. But, yeah. Right. Because right. it was the '90s, they were knocking boots. Right, yeah. Uh, yeah. sure, yeah, that's what they did yeah. back then. Yeah. I watched Martin, and uh, so Fragile Force of Mice. Uh, we're playing at Red Flag, which is uh, on Locust. Yes, in yes. St. Louis. That's Midtown. That do yep. right. Uh, yes, you did. Yeah, thank you. So uh, it's Blight Future uh, first, and uh, Ashes and Iron, uh, and then us. Yeah, yep. and so uh, this is the grand opening for Red Flag. Yeah, like after the, it's like kind of like christening a yacht with a with a bottle of champagne. But a yacht that's been sitting in dry dock for like yeah, a but yacht that's been sitting in dry dock, and the champagne isn't that great. It's, not it's like real cheap ass. It's <laughs> not from France. It's like martini now, yeah. Now, when you guys do a show, because in knowing ne- about you guys, he's never seen a French person. I have not. No. I have not been to one. Oh my god! Yeah. Okay, and so I was really disappointed when we, it was supposed to be done in 2020, and then got because of COVID. And Tony has had you guys on once before, I believe. Twice, probably three times, so, yeah, multiple just, times, but. Yeah. We're I wasn't involved at the times, but the first time I was involved, it was by just, I think you guys had been on like a week or two prior to mm-hmm. us really getting on involved with Beyond FM, and I was so disappointed, and then he started bullshitting with me, telling me he was going to get you guys on when I was out of town, yeah. all this stuff, but... As no, I've noticed, I'm getting off yeah. my track of what I was no, going to ask you. Do you guys do a show, since you guys do so few shows, yes. when you do a show, is it a party, and do you guys, or is it you do your show and you guys go home because you guys have your families, or oh, is God. it you guys are going to have a big after party afterwards, and you guys do, my man, like, but, uh, you're once speak, in a year. for R. Kelly, because oh, R. Kelly would say, after the show is the after party. And then after the party is the hotel lobby. Right. And then right around three, we got to clear the lobby. And then you then after that, you take it to your room and then you somebody, which I don't know exactly what that means. I don't know what we that means either. We are the exact either. opposite of an R. Kelly oh, show. We, God. So right. we, will, we will finish. Uh, I will, like, second guess by, like, my diet 
Yes. Uh, just like you know, like you know, all that, like like at that moment, cheese right was a bad show. decision cheese, before this show. Chili like, cheese right, and yeah, with right. some well, This is this is why they used to do the Thanksgiving show because they have three days after to recover from yes. just yeah. uh, you know an hour and a half yeah. set. Right. Yeah, so and usually when we're done, we were twenty years old. Yeah. There's no. There's no. There's yes. no parties. So no. You can there's no after. Now. There's no really after party. It's um. I know yeah. I, this is this is so disappointing to a number of folks. Like we, uh, what? Who was it? Was it your nephew or something, or, or your brother? It's like went with this one time, and it was it was just like I think he thought we were on the road, and 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 it's like I think he thought it was going to be re- oh this is great I'm out with the band this is going to get you know this is going to be lit and it's just it was the lamest thing. He'd, I mean he probably he probably seriously had like crazier shit happening in his own house. Honestly, he he we were. Going for a couple days with Nihilate, I believe. Yeah, and we yeah. started at the Blue Note yeah. in Columbia. And he was. we were sitting down. The backstage was underneath the stage. Right. And it was a very thin thin stage. So, like, when we would play at the Urge, you would see that mm-hmm. while they were playing, you would see the basically the ceiling sinking down every time a big part of one of their songs wow. would come on because they would jump up and down. It was that thin. But So we're sitting downstairs. And I do believe, let's see, Mark Hines, our drummer, he was, I think he was in a corner. Somewhere trying to negotiate, start doing something quietly. Uh, I think I was trying to get a beer open because we didn't have a bottle opener. I was these doing, guys. I was snorting coke off of strippers' titties. Sure, nice. maybe before, I, I but like actually, it. what was happening is these guys were playing euchre. Oh yeah, I get those mixed up. <laughs> yeah, euchre, euchre, and snorting coke off of strippers' titties. So, so if you can imagine, it was it was <laughs> oh, Jeff Vince Williams Neal and Nihilate, Scott and Dave. That's what it was. That, <laughs> was I was I was Promise playing Midwestern was card games. There. I was sitting there basically going. Uh, I'm partnered. I see with why you get Wagner derailed, right Tim. Shout out! Should I shout out? There's R.I.P. R.I.P. Walnuts. Should I should I should I call Spades alone or not? That's what I was saying. Yep. That's that's you could talk. So he looks at me and says. This is nuts. I was like, why? He said, because I was at work today, and a co-worker of mine said, what are you doing this weekend? And I told him what I was doing. And he was like, oh, boy, it's going to be quite a week. And it was probably a lot more lame than hanging out at home for him. Yeah, it was pretty lame. Yeah. The show was fun, but that was it. It was That's a really long-winded answer to tell you that uh, we are boring as fuck. Yep. I don't believe it, but, I mean, I, I get it to an extent, yeah. but I've I mean, I can assure you that you it's guys true. bring it to the show, bring it to the stage, oh, yeah. and then you're and then done. So and I don't tired. doubt that. I don't doubt that. So all. tired, so very tired after that. So we just did a, uh, a little tour out with uh, a band called the Nimical Drive from St. Louis. They've been oh, around yeah, they were for out in LA, right? Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So we just went out with them, and it was kind of the same thing. It was super fun, but when you're out with a band, you're working, you're doing, and it's like it goes by so fast and. Um, you really, really honestly just, and we haven't toured in a long time, and we weren't, like, there's other friends of ours that were bigger road warriors than we were. We would go out maybe, like, yeah, 10, to, 10 to 2 weeks at a time. But the, the, basically, it's look, find, trying to find a place to sleep, yep. yeah. eating shit. Yeah. And that's basically yeah. Yeah. touring. And, and that's just, is, is yeah. like, and, and you're, and the, that, yeah, that's 100% true. I mean, it's like, look, yeah, right, if you are Vince Neil, right, you've got somebody driving your bus, you've I was got somebody say, feeding you, you've got somebody doing all these things. It's like, you, if you're, you're, if you're, you're, torn, you're trying, you're basically are just like going, uh, how gross do you think the shower is right. going to be at this guy who's letting us crash on his floor because I need a shower? Right. And that's all you're thinking about. Right. So, yeah. And I, when you need a shower that bad, girls don't like you. <laughs> no. 
Yeah, I, and plus two. It's like, like the, no, yeah. no, and I don't blame them. So there's nothing crazy going. And on. this is a hard like like St. Louis, just because it's our our home base, and we were able to like fool people into like kind of like coming out and seeing us. Like when you would see us, like like in like. Portland, Maine, they weren't buying it. I the mean, it was just, yeah, they're, they're just Portland, like, Maine. people yeah. just aren't buying what this, what we're selling here. And so it would get kind of hard to, uh, you know, like kind of like reap the benefits of uh, any type of um, like kind of like, you know. It's almost like starting over. So you go to a new town where people haven't heard you, like Scott said, mm-hmm. and it's like the first show. You, first show you, you might have one or two people that are really into what you're doing. The, the, the person who booked us liked, liked what he heard. And uh, so you almost have to start all over, way far away from home, and you can only be there once a year tops. Like we, yeah, we were like for a while there. We were doing for a few years. We were doing like um, kind of like a um, like a spring Midwest tour, a fall East Coast South tour, or whatever. Like that, we did it for a couple of few years and that. Um, but it's just hard to. It was hard to kind of like make up. You know, um, but nowadays it's got to be tough. You know, for for bands to do that because. The entertainment landscape is just so much oh, more brutal. saturated, and it it's it tends to lend itself a little bit more to people staying home, you know, stuff yep. like that. So, mm-hmm. um, gas prices weren't what they were as so they are, you know, like in the nineties, mm-hmm. a little bit cheaper to tour right. around and stuff like that. But, um, it um, well, and I mean, you just had, you just had another year of just like like. Like just the, the entire market, right? Figuring out how to deliver content to you without leaving your house. Well, I mean, it's just like it's gonna it's gonna we be tricky. Talking on a break anything, about how you guys did yeah. your live feed back in June or July of right, last, last year, year. and right. and that's awesome to see a band like you. I mean, listen, you guys. In my eyes, you guys were a band with stature. Uh, you were up there with the Urge from St. Louis. You guys were up there with uh, Stir and um, Thank you. Uh, Gravity yeah. Kills, and yeah. because Thank that's you. what I heard on the point. Right. It was fragile. It was uh, concept of grief. Got I mean, that's my yeah, we got a little bit song little by, little by, by you guys, you. and yeah. and then meeting Tony, who Tony is was absolutely more of a fan, I think, than I ever was. But again, it was what I knew from listening to the point sure. and listening to my alternative station growing up in high school. Yeah, and, now and I don't going, know like what, how, like I mean, you guys know this type of stuff. Like I know, like I have, like you know, like I mean, we got kids that are a little bit older. Like my kids are twenty and twenty two. Like my one kid, I mean, they don't listen to radio. I mean, yeah. they listen no. to they'll listen to podcasts or they'll listen right. to right. they'll watch YouTube and stuff like that. So like a traditional like kind of like yeah, like the like way we radio. used to consume music right. is not the same it's now. Totally it's just like right, now. right, and right. So, uh, it's hard to transcend that into like right. kind of like I've always said with uh, music nowadays and with media, everything's right at your fingertip. You can pull up yep. what shows are playing where. Back in the day, it was the RFT or your newspaper. And yeah. You yeah. look in the yeah. back for the entertainment. Right. Oh, yeah. Who's playing Mississippi Nights? Who's playing Cicero's? Who's playing these shows? You know, and if you didn't know them, you'd go down. And that's how I found out about you sure. guys. And that's how I found out about the Urge and the other bands that came through. Right. And you just wanted to go see some music. Yeah. And yep. you'd pay the five dollars to yep. get in the door, and you didn't care who you were seeing. Yep. And you found these amazing bands, and uh, I. I think it's amazing that you guys are still around doing your thing. Uh, you guys have been, I was kind of asking before the show, how does it feel? Do you guys feel like you are a grandfather of the industry in St. Louis um, or that you guys are a 
somebody to look up to. Uh, like, wow. like you know, I, I know Steve Ewing, you know, from yeah. Steve's Hot Dogs, yeah. from, working, from working with people that have worked with them. And sure. we're not best friends, but we know each other. We talk. Yeah. And, and you ask him these things, too, and, and just to get your opinion for being yeah, I don't in know the what, industry like, so like, long. Like, younger kids listen to, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, Is I know. Is that from not staying I think, Yeah, know, I don't I know if there's current. any influence I think, honestly, well, I mean, but probably a little bit of that. I mean, honestly, I'd, I think I think we would just especially just knowing these two guys I I think we would do that or like be that to anybody that wanted us to be that but I don't know that anybody wants us to be that you know what I mean so I I, I think we're just we just kind of are just still doing our thing you I think know it's awesome just, that you have that mentality um, that. yeah I mean we'd do it I mean we'd help we'd help anybody out that wanted some help. I mean we really would you know if that's especially if they're good right you know but it's just but I think uh I don't know if anybody yeah like my son's got a band and he's 20 and um like they're doing their thing. They're like how we were. They were like, they would like before COVID and stuff. They would rent out like halls yep. or do parties. Mm-hmm. They, like you know, they would um, trying to create like a little bit of a scene, which was like kind of like I didn't know, you know, because there was a lot of these younger bands that that, that I was like I was like unaware of, um, like, uh, and so they're like I think they're kind of like how maybe how you know I don't know like we weren't really like looking to. The older folks, you right. just kind of make it's your own, make right. your own scene. If somebody would ask, we would politely oh, answer God, yeah. their question to the best of our ability. Yeah. But to offer it up is almost sort of like kind of telling somebody what to do. When everybody kind of makes their own way, I think so. I mean, we definitely would ask questions. We looked up to bands. I mean, I mean, even even touring with the Urge, we learned a lot. Oh, yeah. And and. Like Sensor Dane helped. Yeah, I mean, there's like older bands that kind of helped us. Like, like would let us open up for them, and um, like with the Earths, like we opened up for them quite a bit. It was a hard sell for a while. Like, I think people finally put it together. It was like, well. These guys, I think, are having we, them. It's like if they like them, then maybe they're not so not so bad, you know. Um, but it was a hard sell at first because it's not really um, yeah. comparable to a certain extent, but I think it is to a certain degree where it's just like kind of like I think they would ask us to open up for them because I think they saw that we took our mu- – we took it seriously, yeah. but we weren't – like I, taking ourselves too seriously, say, but it was that, like I that, think there was like a sense of real, recognized, real kind of stuff with that, and um, you know I think we would be the same with like younger bands, yeah. like you know any like type of bands. It that, sounds totally cliched, but honestly, if you know you if you know you're onto something, right? I mean, and I'm not talking about this like like ah oh, man, we think we're great and you're not great. I mean, it's like if you, right. if you really know you're on to sure. something, you got to do because because we're talking about like the the urge like. They dug us and they they got it and they would put us in front and their fans would just boo us, <laughs> you know. I mean, for the for, for the first couple shows, I think we played with them and it's like and it's like we just persisted because because the urge guys just loved it. And it's probably just because we're just was dumb like, or something. And I don't there was know, times but, it was like not just here. I mean, we oh, yeah. played out of town with them quite a bit and they didn't have to do that. They were just trying to help us out because. I think we enjoyed each other's company, yeah, and they yeah, like. I, mean, I, I think we just they, entertained them mildly we, yeah. or something. Yeah, but yeah, and right. so, but I mean, there was time. It was a hard sell. There was quite a few times where it's just like people were just like a little confused because it's a little. Yeah, we're we're definitely a bit more angular than the urge for sure, right? But so I think just, yeah, yeah, yeah. after a while, like people were like, "Well, I, I mean, I, I mean, it can't just be a coincidence that these people are on uh, the same bill with them." So I think people right. like kinda, well, and we got we got up. better too. I mean, so the one thing uh, we were. I think I don't know if we were talking about this before we actually kind of started the the show, but it, but that that whole like uh, we 
we got a we got a lot better in a hurry, right? Like, I mean, we. I don't remember. It might even be Ian who was telling us that our the, our, our drummer now uh, was saying the first couple times he saw us, the first time he saw us, he goes, he didn't really think all that much. And then we played a lot of shows, and it's just like that. I mean, it's just like, you know, nobody's asking for advice, but that's the advice, right? It's, it's just like just play a lot of shows, practice a lot, because right. because the difference between when he saw us and then when he saw us again, he was just like, I didn't even think you guys were the same band, right? right? And, that, and that helped, too. You know, it's like you get – you get on a stage where you have to take it pretty seriously right. and and uh and uh and you're yeah you get put in front of a thousand people that don't necessarily know who you are or like you you yeah you better bring it or it's gonna get real ugly oh know? it got and yeah like, like tim wasn't in tim wasn't in the band one time uh <laughs> Uh, yeah. We we opened up for System of Down in Wichita, Kansas, <laughs> and it didn't go over and well. And it was my fault yeah. because um, I was kind of combative with a heckler, and they threw bottles. And it was like it was, was like, like yeah. it was like Blues Brothers. Yeah, like really? you know, let me write the we, let me let, yeah let me write the check on the dashboard kind of thing. <laughs> uh, it wasn't very, and I just like kind of just like stood there and watched like bottles fly by because. Um, they wow. weren't having it whatsoever. Well, and, you know? and we were the ultimate opening band when we started to. We opened for a lot of people who were much bigger names than us a lot. I think they liked us. We were a good, solid opener, We and we didn't cause a lot of problems, I don't think. I might have, but I don't remember exactly. I just but, I just required but, but, stripper titties and cocaine. <laughs> and cocaine. Simple mean, yeah. request. And, and, and <laughs> like, we're from the ill side. I mean, you can't swing a dead cat without right. hitting a scripper. You get, you right. get a little, right. you know, you do get a little tired You're of being wrong. embarrassed by by all these bands that are much better than you. So you better get damn good. So if you uh, want to hang on that stage, what was the, free, the what was know. the story with the heckler though? Like, oh, I was awful. It was just a horrible. Yeah, it's well, least, so, so yeah, when, it was horrible. When you're when you're <laughs> open it, when you're way to go, Pat. You just opened up a can that no, he no, doesn't no, want to talk about. I mean, the thing is, is truthfully, and this is this goes for any band, right? It's like. If you're opening for a really big band, I mean, this is, you know, I mean, they were pretty, and we opened up for them when they were big, 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 and and so they they, they were, were coming there, off they tour were, with Metallica. Yeah, they, they were there. One off. They in were Wichita. there to see them, right? So it's just like if you don't just crush, or they don't know who you are, they will hate you. And even if you crush, they because they just didn't want to. They just they wanted to see the band they were there to see. And it's like we gotta listen to this BS that they put yeah, in front of us. That's kind of shitty. Because the band we want to see doesn't want to play. Yeah, for two hours, and right? yeah, yeah, and so again, like, that was just me. Like so, yeah. the the well, and then so yeah, yeah. So, so the, the, the there was like two guys in front who basically said, "Boo, you suck." Yeah, and actually, we had a few people that seemed like they were into it. I mean, that's kind of how it always works. Yeah. But yeah, they were heckling them. And, and so and then so, so he, I said, um, "Oh, you didn't come to see us. Um, I'm sure you're sitting around like ripping bong hits." Basically, like saying, well, I'm going to I think you told um, them, let me, let's be clear. I think I, I mentioned think a trailer. Meant, I think you mentioned, why don't you go back to your trailer and rip bong hits until your band comes on? They didn't take too kindly to the fact. I, well, I said, I, well, I think I think I mean, that the reference was, I was like, you're gonna, you're, I, I'm sure you were back at your trailer ripping bong hits, saying I'm gonna heckle the the the, the opening band, yeah. so I could be the King Hoosier of Wichita. That is, and then, that is what and he then said. by the yeah. thing that probably was there the the straw that, that was it. the there thing is. that yeah, probably start, set him off. To focus now, isn't it? But yeah. the thing that set him off was says, here's your crown. And so there Here's was other people crowd. like, wait a minute, I'm the King Hoosier of Wichita, I and they think started throwing bottles. Doing it again. <laughs> that, there it is again. <laughs> nothing, nothing against Wichita. It's a lovely town. Uh, Wichita's uh, not listening I, right now. They're not listening. 
But um, I was I shouldn't have said that. I no. should have just kept it rolling. Like try to keep like new and he's new. The guy in the band. And then that, and that's and, that's and classic. Then, and then and then I spent the last couple songs dodging bottles. Yeah, it was literally bottles. <laughs> they weren't flying. happy yeah, with us. Yeah, they weren't happy. Uh, with and us. they let us know. Yeah, it was a rough sell. It was a rough sell. Did uh, any did System of a Down have anything to say to you guys? After no, we that, didn't or? talk to them. We um, ate in the same like vicinity of them. They're like had other stuff. They had like so many. Yeah, I don't even know if they on. were they, even big league in us. Like, they were, there's bands that do that. I think they honestly, I think they were probably just like we're just gonna. I hang think out what here it was is Dar- uh, Darren Hall. He was playing. He was working for Contemporary and yeah. Contemporary the Contemporary book. Contemporary book. They were like for whatever reason somebody must have like forgot that Kansas City was close by. So they were like kind of like Midwest, and they're like, is there any band in St. Louis? So Darren was like, well, I think this band would like fit perfectly with System, and so he was, um, he wasn't quite. Right it wasn't. But I mean, it was like the it same. Was okay. It was okay. Yeah. I mean, they, they, I mean, um, like I said, we didn't think, talk to them, but they, they were on, my you know, man started so they were basically, yeah, so we kind of got, not through them, but through kind of contemporary based in St. Louis, and um, it was just basically somebody not really knowing geography, which they probably could have gone to Kansas City and found a band closer, right, that's but. that's only a three-hour drive, yeah. like a seven and a half hour. Do, you, do yeah. you guys see doing a point fest anytime soon? We're open to whatever shows, dude. Yeah. Like, if somebody has, like, yeah, I mean, we would do a point, we did point, we did a couple point fests uh, back in the day. We did a couple of those. Um, we, yeah. They were doing, like, a homegrown festival for a little while. Yeah, we, we were down that, with that. Yeah. Was, yeah. Anybody, yeah. anybody oh, like, we'll, we'll entertain any type of, like, kind of, like, I mean, and, and that offer is totally legit. Now, is Fragile out seeking shows like that, or are you guys as we they just come wait to, to see you what comes, oh, what comes grab, our way? Tim, like, well, how's that work? Like, because you guys do no, again do so, so few is, shows was, a yeah, year, or this. we take every offer seriously. I mean, it, it, it's not. It's just that we don't play a lot anymore. It's not that we want to be offensive to anyone, or we and also to, too, I don't think we want to oversaturate ourselves. I mean, like I said, too. it's like well, it, we're not we're not value if we play all the time because our crowd is. And uh, our age, yeah. And then, like, people are like, again, like, when when we play, when we demand, like, well, when I demand strippers and cocaine, right. people are like, <laughs> you know, cocaine's still illegal. And I was and, like, oh, I forgot expensive. about that. Right. And it's expensive. Right. I forgot about that. Right. And so you forgot about both those things. I forgot about both of those yes. things. I just assumed that because it's, it happens. It's I so mean, plentiful. Right. It's on Generally. the east side. Yeah. I just on the east side. <laughs> right. Right. No, but I think yeah, I think well, you know that's that's some of it. So no, it's it's not like we're opposed to. It. I think some of it is yeah, like you said, it's not an it's an it's not an oversaturation thing. We don't we we haven't like Tim was saying earlier. You know yeah, we we had, we're started to kind of tiptoe maybe into writing some tunes. I think if we actually wrote some songs, we might play some more and then do the same thing you said you just lamented, which would be like, hey, we guys wrote some new songs. You guys are going to have to listen to them yeah, now. That's yeah. like, there's a, yeah. I, I always hear some new songs. I always songs. reference. Yeah. There was no, a David, I mean, we probably would do the same thing. There I mean, was a right. David Spade stand-up where he was talking about he saw U2 or something like that, and he just wanted to hear, like, Joshua Tree. It was, like, <laughs> 2000. And so, like, you know, it's like, this is our new song, and he would make fun. He'd basically, oh, that's the, my cue to go to the bathroom or go to the concession right, stand. Right, right. And then there's a being around as long as we have there's a fine line between that yeah because there's like a part of me at times i get like because people i think want like at a certain age and we're at that age and a lot of our fans are getting to that age where you tend to gravitate towards music at this point that is reminds you of your youth you know and um and so there's a fine line, but for like bands, like for right. you know artists, you want to still kind of create. You want to see if you could still kind of have that. 
And so there's a fine line between that. So um, it's uh, it tends to be a hard sell with newer stuff. And um, yeah, and I think that's you know, another reason why we don't don't overplay too, right? It's just like you know the bands that come through all the time uh, that even have even been around twenty or thirty years. They'll have a new record. You may not give a crap about their new record, but they got a new record, right? So they're still doing something. There's a reason for the show, right? They'll play a couple of tunes off the old, off the new record. You may or may not buy it. You may not even like it, but you're there for the old tune, and everybody, everybody's satisfied, right? You know, I mean, it's just like the band is satisfied on a creative level, and the fans are satisfied on a, hey, you guys played the old hits for me, right? It's just like, and for us, I think, I, I just meet, I just can only speak for me, but it's just like, I would feel more comfortable playing a little more, probably, if we are able to start generating the writing, yeah. and like, so we did, we did write a tune, like Tim was saying, and, and, uh, um, and, and I'd say, it's probably like 90%. I don't know if it was fully baked yet or whatever, but it, right. it, it was all right. You know, I mean, it was, it, you know, yeah, it wasn't our worst song, you know, so I mean, it's just, which is cool because we hadn't written any songs in a long time. So, you know, but um, yeah, so if we can get back to that, yeah, maybe we play, maybe we play a few more shows. Now, are you guys still under a label? Are you guys still? No, we were never no, on a label. No, never yeah, on a label. Did, no, really? No, all no, your no. own stuff, huh? Yeah. yeah we did. So, okay, anything, so I, that, anything that you would see branded like a label on the old records was really something locally we were doing. I mean, whether it was one our re- the frostbitting. Um, was our man? It was, who, was our manager. I was going to say, who'd you guys label. get started? Who'd you guys work with in the nineties and ninety one? Like so, to get your. Like, well, even just when you guys started getting big and started touring, I mean, like I said, again, we, it takes something to get played on the point. Like, we see these local, ba- local bands struggle to do well, it. So, so let's point. be clear. The the point in 91, it, 2, 3 was, was just was, starting. Well, and, it was a big and, push. Well, 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 see, whatever. Well, it was probably by 93, I think. Th- I think they just celebrated but, 25 yeah, years, so, I think, so, something like that. So the thing is, is. And and look, you can't you can't even almost do this anymore. But in '93, they were they were playing all this alternative crap that nobody else was playing, whether you liked it or not, because some of it wasn't great. But it's like, but they were but they were playing all this stuff. They they were trying. They very much were into this like local thing. Like they were really trying to do it. I mean, mm-hmm. it's why it's why Gravity Kills probably is who they are. It's probably why Stir, Stir even right. got as far as they got. Right. You know, it's just like and and and, and, and even yeah, us, right. right? I mean, they put they. You know, it's just like because because and and it's like you know, so it's like they they found some of these you know some of these kind of you know. I, and I, I, I think a part of that too was like kind of related to the whole like grunge thing. Like so, you started to see like. Uh, radio stations popping up that were like the point that were trying to like with with like low, like, uh, like like scenes that weren't like scene, New York right, and yeah, New York right. and L A. Mm-hmm. So you had like a Seattle kind of thing right. or whatever, and so you would have a, like a radio station that would try to kind of get behind, like trying to kind of. And I wouldn't say like maybe the point wouldn't still try to do something like this. It's just like, but the thing is, is the point is like it's thirty years old now or whatever, right? And it's like it's you know it's Casey now, right? You know, so I mean, yeah, it's just right. like until until the next kind of. They, they weren't punk, but that kind of, but almost that, you know, that sort of like kind of, it had a little bit of a DIY feel still mm. to it, right? You know, and it's just like, right. and it, and it, that's not what it was. So back then, you know, yeah, they, they, you know, they would put their compilations out. They, like, they would do that. That wouldn't cost the band anything. Really? Yeah. You know, okay. So it's just like, so if you ended up on that, 
you know, and then they're sitting there promoting the crap out of this thing, and all of a sudden you've got a song on this thing that they're selling for free for right. you. Right, people to start all picking up. Listeners, and... it, yeah, it's huge. Right. Yeah, so yeah. how did it? How did the process go for Fragile Porcelain Wise? You, you guys all sound like you we were doing it just for the fun of it. Like totally. Scott, I've heard you say in in articles I've read about the band that people claim you are pitchy and that oh, you're. God, I'm still <laughs> pitchy. And, and so like, <laughs> listen, like you time, joke about like why times, are we even a band? How did we do this? There are so times how did that, like, band Scott Randall's unique vocal style. <laughs> there are times at band yes. practice where I'm really fully expecting like somebody who's like a gatekeeper of actual music just to like point at me and just go, come here. So, the hell are you so doing? how did you overcome? Like, did you not, just not no give a shit? There's no overcoming had, it. It's just, just fun my, doing it. And... My sheer will to make a jackass of myself supersedes any re- remote talent. It's phenomenal. Yeah. It's... Every, any remote talent. That's all. I, I listen. The deal is, is that I kind of like started like playing in band. I was like a fan of mu- like you know like music, and so a friend of mine started a punk rock band and was just like, hey, do you, you want to sing? I was like, sure, what the hell? How hard can it be? Yeah. And, I mean, growing up on, like, you know, like like transitioning from listening to, like, you know, Zeppelin and stuff like that to, like, punk rock, listening to things like Dead Kennedys or, you know, whatever, you're like, well, I could do that. That doesn't seem right. that, I mean, anybody could do it, you know? And so, um, yeah, I, I'm, I have very, like, little talent but my ability to be like, ah, eh, fuck it, I can be a jackass like anybody else, I think is uh, is uh, the only thing that's keeping me like, like in bands. That's it, it. It serves the music. The music isn't super melodic or anything, so it's not. I can hold a melody to save my he, life. Do you want to hear like a, a Jeff Tate? From Queens, <laughs> no, and I, I mean, just think it's funny yeah. because, like I said, the articles I've read, I've I've heard. Him, I mean, yeah. he's personally said it. I've I've been criticized well, for about. I've been told I'm I'm oh, pitchy yeah. and I'm yeah. off. And oh, I'm, I'm full like, aware. I was and I'm in like, our I six. Think they're wrong. In our six, wrong, our guitar but, player just ruthlessly like just tells me I can't like sing anything other than a D. Like he like he like uh, he's just yeah, like ruthless nice about it. I mean, he will like come out like just like at any opportunity and oh, just yeah, basically, yeah. basically just tell me that I is like oh I know that oh he goes oh that must be in D because like it actually sounds because you sound like you know it's You're just like it. I got you I got you yeah, okay yeah, like, I, I, mean, get I, I get it I get it I get a sweet it sweet spot duly noted my sweet spot is one so, note duly noted so, me and Danzig got that D right, right. You know, it's like duly noted so go back right. to how did it how did it all start for you guys with what was your first I mean were you guys just playing shows out like a normal local band and yeah. how did you guys get picked up to get play with the urge to go out on tour with the urge was that playing. Steve was yeah. that you know what man like people well, I mean if you guys never had well, the management well, I and mean, specifically there may have been some break but the tr- but the truth is is and I'll let Tim I'll let you jump in but it's just the we just played and played and played and played and played and it's like we would play any show play the Red we Sea would, we would play, play like we would play Tuesday nights we would play you know even though we all had to get up and go to work or what our school or whatever we were doing at the time and it's just like you, we would just play and play and play and eventually it's just like someone will see you or you'll come across it or you'll or or I mean sometimes you would even just like you play the same room long enough and then some band that actually can draw ends up playing that room and you get to open because you are always in that room and they like a little bit of luck like we yeah. oh, we opened up for the Jesus Lizard in 92 at the high yeah. point that just happened to like and so That's I think awesome. we because got we probably played there a few times yeah too. we played there a few right. times and yeah. uh, and, and yeah. so there was people that hadn't seen us that came to see Jesus Lizard and I was like oh they're from around here so people would kind of gradually come out a little bit more um 
Yeah, it's just basically for a while there. I mean, there will be there will be times like in the early on where we were playing four nights a week yeah. at yeah. like like you know we would do like Red Sea, we would do High Point, we would do a VFW. We played it like you know like where like you know usually like if we could you know could make it happen, we were we were just playing. And there's some nights where you are, are playing just to friends, and there's to other the bar, nights bar you're playing to the bar staff or whatever like that, and you just. Kind Specifically, of just, that is how it happened. Yeah. Because I remember the Urge saw us at High Point. I met Carl that night. Carl, I don't remember who else from the Urge was there, but he came up and he they watched us and they yeah, asked us to play. There. Really? Um, yeah. After they saw us play, I think Donald, Donald and from Jay, Jay said he saw us like at, they like, saw us at first at the at, New at, Bernard's pub. At the new it was just us and like our significant others and the bar staff, <laughs> and it was just basically. Um, you know, fans I mean, like this. Like, I think we were just a little d- different, and we weren't weird. I, 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 I'm, I guess I'm speaking for them, but they did I, ask us, and and we wouldn't be able to. We we all had, we had a lot of help. Right. I mean, we we and not not musically, but as far as like as far as you knowing who we are and stuff, it sure. wasn't just like we came out and everybody was loving it. We worked very hard, especially Absolutely. in those days. Being from Illinois was a much different gulf. Than it is now. You really had to work your tail off to get any respect in, on the Missouri side if you were from Illinois. You know, I'm finding a lot uh, over the weekend when we were in California meeting a lot of people from St. Louis that have moved out there that are now producers and stuff that have worked with some of the bands from the 90s that have made it with like The Urge and Stir and and uh, just talking with them that it it does take a lot of help. It does take a lot of who you know and uh, it's not as easy as just coming right out. No. But uh, that's the way to do it is to get out there, play your shows and, and just get your name out. Well, like I think said, it's amazing so yeah, that you just it, it, it's it's sa- it's just saturation, right? Like so then Can you hear that on the radio? Oh absolutely Slow down. We got some bikers yeah. racing down highway seventy yeah, here. Man, Missouri. that's we're in Missouri out here. But Man, that shit's boss, dude. I was going to yeah. say, too, I, I found out that there was a lot of bands that came from the Illinois area, the sure. Decatur area, like uh, Edwardsville, and, and, and I was just all, blown away by... Quite a bit of a... Yeah, yeah, like, yeah of how many people yeah. Uh, yeah. that came out of that area that are now in some pretty big-name bands yeah. or have some tie in the producing and the record or, you know, the engineering, whatever. Right. And uh, it just makes sense though that they all said the same thing illinois got nothing you'd come to st louis and that's where you would do all your shows and you'd get all sure. your fans and and i think that's awesome that to there, hear there was almost a separate group of bands on the illinois side yeah, at one time and it was like snake ranch judge nothing mm-hmm. uh we were in dementia 13 we would put autumn clock you know like up from alton down to like belleville there were in collinsville a lot of bands were playing and we all kind of would try to play together, and we would have to gang up together to go over to St. Louis to draw enough people across the river right. to make it worthwhile for them. And I think eventually some of those bands, we all got to be friends with the St. Louis bands after a while. It just took a little sure, while. But at sure. first it was sort of a, I don't know if, I don't want to call it territorialism as much as just we don't know you. It's, it's St. Louis is a, where did you go to yeah, high school? Yeah, thing, absolutely. You know? yeah. yeah, so, I mean, that, I'm, I'm given a little bit of a, a simplified version of sure. it, I think. But I do know that there was a special camaraderie with bands from this side of the river. And it could have just had something to do with we would go to the same house parties 
or something, well, or we knew each other. But I mean, yeah. Yeah. Well, and I and, and you know, I think I think too is just I, man. I'm telling you, it's just it's just a lot of shows. It's like some of those. So some of those bands, Tim's just Tim just mentioned was that those guys are a couple years older than us, so they'd already they could get into places like Dukes, right, or something, right? right? So it's like which doesn't it, like hasn't existed right. for decades. Right. It's like, but we, uh, but we. So now we could get over to St. Louis with those guys and still maybe only play to five or six people. But the thing like Tim was saying is, is like we might have played on a night where somebody from a band was just like, I'm going to go out and have a drink and see what shitty band I'm going to go see. And they're like, oh, these guys are all right. And, you know, and, and that and and that's probably kind of how some of that happened. So you guys enjoy now being like you are playing your select shows. And do you feel are you? Are you okay feeling like a, a hometown band? I mean, instead of going out and touring, would you rather do your hometown shows for your fans that are here? Like, I, I've heard you say uh, you go out to a lot of these tours and you don't have a, a lot of fans. You guys struggle a lot. So, so yeah. is it now, is that why you do so many, or so few? Well, and I mean, would I think- you rather come to a and be known as doing hometown shows and just do that for the rest of fragile I, I mean look I did Tim probably might have a slightly different t- I, so, so for me it's just look I I you, you know I've got a regular corporate job that I hate so it's like what I what I love to <laughs> what I love to be like a musician and be able to get oh my god yes right it's just like yeah I sure. would and even even with the struggle uh I will tell you though uh uh, you know, I mean, I'm a 50 year old man. Do I want to really sleep on a floor anymore? I'd prefer not to. You know, so it's You're just good like for so 50 though. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, Thank yeah you. you do. Yeah, by yeah the way. I'll tell you what. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's falling apart though. It ain't great. I know. I feel. I just so, yeah. had to leave the table here because of my prostate. Right. Well, I, get it. I got you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, uh, wait. You, Were you guys talking you about miss, my prostate? While did you, you miss the stripper and cocaine okay. bar on the way out? Well, that's right. Yeah, I missed that. I asked them where it was, and they said they're called exotic dancers. Right out here, it's exotic dancers. Yes. Right. Sure. Right. 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 Sorry, I didn't realize I was. And it's called it's up called north. I, I, I feel like Tony's been waiting to jump in for about an uh, hour. Uh, I, I got know, this. Jeff just been so excited for this that I'm just letting him. Just, he has. You know, really the good, I'm sitting back and going, I was afraid, man, I asked this I was like afraid maybe two years Tony's ago. Heard man, all this but, enough, like Tony, Tony maybe was just snoozing over there a little bit. Like he's just like he's just like these guys are just as boring as the last time I remember. <laughs> heard yeah, that one. Yeah. Heard yeah. that one. Oh yeah. All right, Tony, what do you want to ask? I was going to take a break. You going to take a break? Yeah, I was going to take a break. Okay. And then I was going to come we'll back with we'll with my portion of the interview. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, listen, I, I you can tell so me you to got, shut up anytime. Any, but, but, but maybe just to finish, just to finish your question, it's just like, look, I mean, there, there's a part of me that was like, I think that would be fun. I think we would we would have to get very serious about writing some music, though. It makes it makes no sense to me to to just to me personally to right. to tour and like I don't. Uh, look, I mean, Casey and Sunshine, Sunshine Band makes a lot of money. I don't. That's I don't want to be that, right? It's just like I, if I'm if I'm going to actually start touring a lot, I, th- I I would like to have something new. Again, even if it's just like we said, I'm going to play two songs for you that you aren't going to give a shit about, but but I feel like I'm doing but on something the, and, and and just. Going but on the real, Dave does like to do a little dance, make a little love. I don't do any of those, and things. he does and get down. Get, yeah. Gets down tonight. Nothing yes. Yeah, every None of those. I might fall down tonight. That's what I meant. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. From a broken hip. Yeah. Yeah. All well, right, well you guys that's the way he likes it. Thank you, guys. Yeah. I guess I am done with my interview <laughs> part. We're going to take a break. And, uh, do, do you have anything else you got to get out there? Man, listen, I'll talk to him off the air because I got lots of questions okay. I would yeah. like we'll, to we'll ask. We'll take a break and, and let uh, everybody else 
because Scotty couldn't wait to go pee, so everybody else right. I'm sure I'm has done. to pee a little bit. <laughs> Scott's ready. And all that but stuff. Give so, me right. 10 minutes, and my prostate will be back at it. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll be back here in moments. We'll just play a couple tracks, and then we'll come back with Fragile Porcelain Mice on Beyond FM. Hey, listen, if anybody's still here, thank you. Beyond FM. Listen. Love. Promote. You just blew my mind.
Beyond FM. Where the dicks hang out. Listen. Love. Promote. That's bad. You see the Uranus. Best of everything, STL, it is beyond FM. Good evening. Um, <clears throat> so, I'm <clears throat> lucky enough to, um, since COVID is letting us do shows right now, uh, I am lucky enough to see four of my favorite bands in the next month and a half. Nice. That would be Faith No More, that would be Blue October, that would be Rancid, and that would be Fragile Pores and Mice, oh, thanks, who are man. playing Saturday night at Red Flag, and they are our guests tonight. So, of uh, Last time, um, whenever Tim and Scotty were on, 
Um, I asked him this question, so I get to ask you this question oh, now. Sh- because okay. you. Hold on. Uh, I forgot I was very... on internet radio and I could go, oh, shit. Oh, yes. Okay, go ahead. Was there ever an outfit that Scotty wore that you said no fucking way, dude? Oh, it'll be the same oh, one. It'll oh. be the same let's one. Be cl- let's be clear. There's many. Um, I never, I never said no because uh, my man's an artist and I don't want to crush him. But, uh, but there's been some real disturbing stuff. Well, there is uh, some stuff now that he couldn't wear because it would be like totally un PC, like the the Indian oh, headdress and stuff like that. I'm not but, entirely yeah. sure this was PC then. Uh, I, you know, you know, back when it didn't matter. Uh, he had, was it the swimsuit? Okay, so hold on, but I bet I'll get to the one. So he had some swimsuit, the swimsuit, and it was like a '50s swimsuit that had like built-in, like built-in, like boob cones into it. Female. So, so it kind of looked, it kind of looked like what you would think like Marilyn Monroe would be wearing, but it's like, but my man was wearing it. That was disturbing as hell. This wasn't funny when I'm thinking of. Is it the basketball shorts? Oh, you got it. Yep. And then there was the basketball shorts where I swear my man's stuff was hanging out the bottom of them things. They're like Kevin brains. McHale. Brain. Oh, oh yeah. I think them yeah. things were hanging out. Because yeah. like, uh, apparently, Jesus. because apparently, because uh, you know he's an artist. I think he thought. I think he thought the only way I'm going to get into these tight ass basketball mm-hmm. shorts is to go commando. And so uh, I think he did. I think so. Yeah. Brains hanging. Set the beans free. That, what Kevin McHale would do? Listen, there's, there's no. Doubt. Do you still there's have no the basketball doubt, like, shorts? Like, no, I don't have those. Um, What's that? The those basketball, that basketball shorts. Uniform. I, I lost them. a lot of those clothes and moves and stuff that like that. Lost it. Yeah, yeah. Um, you guys took them and burned them, didn't you? We might. Yeah, have. We might uh, yeah. That I lost a lot was, of stuff. That was still a little disturbing, so I'm though, sure Tim. You. Yeah. After we played that gig with that, I mean, it was green. I it was green. The it was like it any, was like almost like a Celtics right, kind of thing, yeah. like seventy Celtics. Like he should have had like knee socks on with those. Like they should have basically the socks should have almost reached his sack, <laughs> which was hanging out the bottom of them short shorts. Right. I mean, now that would be the case. Back then there was the, oh yeah there, oh you probably still you probably back still then they was high back yeah, then back then back now, then now yeah I had to control it. top. Yeah. Uh, but right. um, now no they would be like, no they'd be touching your knee. Yeah they'd be they'd be on the ground. Yep. Prostate right. and, and, right. and second testicles. Asked and answered. Next question. Hit me. Uh, no, this one's going to be, I think, for Tim. Oh, because here you go, Tim. Yes. And, and I'm going to embarrass my best friend, even though he, he, he allowed me to, to present this story to you. And I want to see if you remember. Okay. Because I know you guys surely have a lot of weird fucking stories. But um, this coming from a personal friend of mine, I find very funny. And he's like, you got to ask him about it. So. This was back in probably 1998 or 9, probably, because it was after our band had, had dismantled. And he played a gig with the Patrick Clark Band at 313. And then there was some sort of after party after. you say Patrick Clark Band? Yes. Oh, shout out to Patrick, Pat Patrick Clark. Clark. Yeah. Shout out. That's our buddy. Yeah, Al Top, Class 89. Shout out, Pat yeah. Clark. Go ahead. And he was, Channel 1-1. One, one. <laughs> he was the guitar player for that band. And oh, okay. so there's somehow there was an after party and he got smashed. You can't okay. drop names on the air like that. Well, you can't. You can't. can't. No. Protect the innocent. Right. But right now I'm protecting. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. And so he, so he, um, he tells me that he got smashed. Okay. And he woke up in some uh, strange apartment and he woke up and he's like, and there was somebody sitting there watching cartoons. 
And he's like, hey, man, where, where am I at? And he's like, well, you're, you're at Dave's. And he's like, okay. And he's like, well, Dave's where, not here, man. Where, where might that be? And he's like, Milstadt. And he's like, so what state is Milstadt in? <laughs> Good question. And um, so he needed to use the phone to call in sick because he was obviously hungover. And walking. Did you host a lot of strange I, gentlemen in your? Well, let's. I want to hear the rest of the story before I answer any more questions. So he said. He said he went to. The, somebody took him into the kitchen, and I'm assuming it was you. But um, on the refrigerator, there was a poster ad for Fragile Pores of Mice, and he didn't know where he was, but he was just like, "Oh, you like Fragile, man? Those guys are awesome!" And blah blah blah. And <laughs> then he, and then whoever he was talking to disappeared. And like, it, I don't really like him. It was yeah, he's like, yeah, fuck that really, guy. Yeah, really <laughs> so then he went, somebody else, I guess, had came out and was going to give him a ride back to 313 or wherever his car was yeah. or whatever. And there was an old lady walking her dog, and my friend, like, kind of nodded at her, like, hi, how you doing? And then proceeded to puke everywhere. And whoever took him home was like, we got to get the fuck out of here. So I, I'm thinking it was you, but it I don't remember. No, I don't remember. But that, that does not mean anything. Yeah. It doesn't mean a damn thing. I might have still been drunk myself if I was watching cartoons. And, uh, <laughs> if that was at my house. But I could see that. I definitely... I, I I think... Well, I think I used to put... I snagged a... We played with the Urge down in Rolla for a St. Patrick's Day show. Well, I went to that one. Okay, well, yeah. I, I grabbed a poster from that, and I used to have it up on my fridge for years and years and years. I remember that, because I had it up on, on magnets. So that part, I would definitely say, yeah, but it could have been, but if it was from 313 and if everybody's partying afterwards, that could have been me, Don, Bailey, could have been Chris Ursi too. That could have been any of us, but one of us was probably lurking about. Yeah, for sure. Could have been a ghost. So I'm sure you guys have weird stories. Give me some. Give me some of your weirdest stories. Oh, weird, wild stuff. Ollie? Oh, I think we stayed with somebody in Kansas City that may have been a serial killer. Oh yeah, that dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh, speaking of sleeping on a floor. Yeah. So that was so that was the that was a, that was a very uncomfortable wood floor I was sleeping on. That like right now like where my was bo- this at again? In Kansas City. In Kansas Ooh, City. Yeah. yeah. And so my body wouldn't be able to take this now. The, all uh, I really remember about that night was that dude puking on his wood floor, and like hearing it like splatter. splash not far oh. not far from probably where like my sleeping bag was oh. and I, like i was just sitting there just going it's gonna be a long night i don't remember but tim uh. said he came like he like we fell asleep That's and the then the guy came about, back right? in Ugh. the apartment really sweaty and dirty and uh like no this like was just maybe and there was like a rash of murders in that area wasn't we it? were told this by billy oh yeah a friend of ours Smith. that was yeah, yeah. so so it was Apparently kind of like what happened. We were talking to a episode. friend of ours in, in Kansas City who, who knew this person we stayed with. It was no big deal to us. We were just talking about that night for some reason, and we said, "Well, yeah, remember that we stayed with we we call him the hair farmer because it was his hair. He had long mm-hmm. hair, and he dropped everywhere. It was in the bathroom. It was every, you know. So it was sort of just a joke. Oh, right. it's a hair farmer, and so that's how we knew this guy. It was just a, yeah, yeah. It was just a joke, you know. So we were telling him about it, and he says, "Wait, who did you stay with?" And we said it again. He goes, oh, my God. And so I guess he That's lived. Never good. Yeah, he said he lived in a house with them. Either that or his friends did. I don't remember which one. I can't remember. 
but he said the guy would used to come in like a, he would leave and come in like late, like real late, like all dirty and sweaty with like running clothes on and stuff like that. And so did Dexter or something? A little yeah. bit. Yeah. Yes. That's what Dexter yes, went a little out bit. like. Yeah. But he would never say anything. They would never ask anything. And there was uh, sex professionals. Illinois, yeah, ladies of the night. So, so there was a sex, sex professional. professional. Oh, yeah, they were that were that was they were being murdered. And I think there were there was a couple yeah. of them. They thought so that thought I mean, and so he moved down to Texas. I believe he moved to Austin. I don't think. I knew and so that. what happened? They found out yeah, because Tim, the police came to their that. house after he moved. So he moved away after all this. So they just thought he was weird, doing weird stuff. Yeah. And then the police came, and they were looking for him to question him wow. about You really that need stuff. to tell the story like Keith Morrison from Dateline, And you Dateline, guys slept though. in his house mm-hmm. on the floor? Well, yeah. We did. I we did. Luckily, I was sleeping very light that I was night, which say, is rare because man. I remember him throwing lucky, up. Uh, like, I remember we played we played yeah. at Davies Uptown, which like uh, burnt down last year like during the oh, COVID. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember that was it. Uh, and then other than that... Um, can't think of any really weird, weird stories. Weird stories. This is what I'm saying. Seriously, we are the lamest yeah. point band on the um, planet. Just, uh... I think we're all weird, though, a little bit. The, you know what's the worst part is, is, like, I'll get in the car later, and I'll be like, ah, I should have told those dudes this weird story. <laughs> and, you, and you guys will just be like, man, that would have, like, totally, like, put that show over the top. Why didn't that dude tell that story? We did stay at someone's house, um, and uh, we were told that it was their house, but it was actually... Uh, the girl, uh, the guy's girlfriend's mom's house, and she came oh, yeah. home at oh, like yeah. six thirty in the morning. We're sleeping in the living room in Springfield. Room. I do remember in Springfield, that. Missouri. And we were just trying to sleep. Like we were, and honestly, really? we were the nicest house. Yeah, remember guests. that dude that we would really, come out like, as a band. Weird, we were the like, nicest house Metallica guests. I mean, it's like, on like we leg. would pick all our stuff up, and like I mean, he was like, a big like, band of celery. It's like total like it's total like like Cub Scouts like leaving the campsite nicer than when you got there. It's right. just like. Like, right. I would go into their gross bathtubs, and I would wash all their hair down the bathtub <laughs> for them. The bathroom just like, for them. Yeah, right. I pretty much would do that, because right. mostly because it was skeezing me out. I do that, too, when I stay at friends' right. houses. Right, right. I'm like, can't. you guys are gross. I'm right. going to take care the way, of this one. I your I'm bathroom in. for you. Yeah, because yeah. you needed to. Right. right. So, but it's like, yeah, so, right, it's that kind of thing. But, yeah, I do remember that. That was uncomfortable, but because was she uncomfortable. was not pleased we were there. No, and I tried to explain to her, that I was like, well, we're... Dude, that was that kid that used to always let us stay in Springfield, but it was like the weird kid... Like he was sort of like kind of like a super celery. Yeah, yeah. He celery. was an odd kid. That wasn't a kid I hit in the head with a Nerf football, was it? Yeah, no, it was in Springfield. Yeah, or, it was Springfield, Missouri. It was Springfield, Missouri. Oh, that guy. Oh, yeah. I hit him in the head with the football. Yeah, I don't know if that's a weird story. No. See, the thing is, we all remember different things, and and um, it was interesting. I was just in Chicago this last weekend at a at a horror convention, doing something different, and a horror convention, horror, oh, H O O, they're called sex workers, H O X Y, no, it's H O O R O, horror movie, yeah, yeah, convention. But but sometimes I'll equate things to the vendors who who do a lot of traveling to music, and I say I always said I remember the traveling more than the gigs. The oh, gigs, yeah. like if we see a video of we're playing somewhere, I'm like, I have no recollection. Not that I would. We played a lot of gigs, but 
but if we start talking about something that happened to us on the road, I mean, we might remember that, but they might be weird to us, but it would be hard to translate to yeah, someone who wasn't you there. Just be like, this yeah. is the lamest story I've ever right. heard. Right, right. <laughs> we did play at um, Mamakin's in Boston. We did, we did a, like a one-off. Like, we were supposed to open up for... Um, oh, that's a good... Yeah, yeah we were supposed to open weird, up for uh, Life of Agony in Providence, Rhode Island. We were on East Coast tour. That fell through and it was like a Sunday night and so uh, a friend of ours who was booking for us, he worked for the William Morris Agency uh, and so he would kind of get us in on the side, like all our East Coast tours were basically right. him using his connections to basically get a, and he was like doing it out just like, you know. So we could I mean, play like CBGB's so on a Tuesday night, and, which is cool. Yeah, you know, yeah, stuff yeah, like right. that. Yeah. And then um, uh, we ended up playing Mamakins. Like, uh, That's like Aerosmith's, Aerosmith's club. club. Yeah. And so it's short, I guess, kind of short-lived, but it was like right across right across the street from Fenway. Like we went and touched the Green Monster yeah. just because, you know, because when you're in, you know, St. Louis, you're a baseball right. fan. So sure. you're just like, all right, that's that's kind of a and think, hallowed house. So we went and touched it. Sure. And then probably spit on it. There was hardly back. anybody yeah. there, but yeah. we did play for a group of people that um, uh, were maybe – like the only nicest people you've ever met in Boston, and then uh, the managers of uh, of Mamakins took us down. That me was and Dave, a, that, uh, we thought we were going to get murdered. We, we thought we were going to we were thought we were going to a murder room, yeah. but yeah. they took us down in the basement and uh, we drank whiskey with them, yeah. which is very cool. nice. I had a fear that Bradley Whitford was like was chained up down there. Yep, yeah, <laughs> yep. that's where they keep him. No, yeah, no, that's they, where they no, keep him. Yeah, yeah. But we didn't see any Bradley Whitford there. So, but what Scott what Scott's not telling you is that night before. We played in New York City, and so and so we played with a band called the Frogs, and and they were gonna oh, yeah. have, and they were gonna have a special guest, a singer, and we didn't know who it was, and there was rumors it was gonna be Billy Corrigan, and we're like, oh well, that's interesting. Okay, mm-hmm. well, that's kind of crazy. It wasn't Billy Corrigan; it was Sebastian Bach from <laughs> Skid Row. That is weird. Wow. It was super cool. Now, let's be clear. That is the nicest person yes. I maybe have ever met. Like, total every Canadian stereotype you've ever heard. Nicest freaking guy. We gave him he a helped t-shirt. us load our yeah, gear up. He carried out. my 412 down all these flights of stairs. He, wow. He, 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 let, he helped us load his gear yeah. out while his penthouse model wife basically was Hang being out. flirted with by our sound guy. Who, which I mean, hey, another story. Great, great, whatever. Yeah. So that was awesome. But we're like, this guy's great. So then, so then, there's an after party there, kind of in the downstairs, and they start playing Unchained by Van Halen. And Sebastian Bach at some point was being considered to to replace David Lee Roth and Van Halen. So he's like, so he's like singing. Scott is like screaming like unchained with Sebastian Bach. We're on like staring stairs. at each other like on a on staircase. We're yes. singing the chorus to Unchained. Wow. After we get done with that, we high five and I carry up like a, we had a briefcase and we, we carried with all our money and all mm-hmm. sort of shit. I just picked up the Which briefcase. Which had no money just, in it. It was it had like twelve bucks. Yeah, <laughs> and so like high fives. <laughs> yeah. picked up the briefcase. We didn't we didn't say anything. We just like kind of passed each other right. after that, and I just walked off like upstairs going I. Think I just like high five Sebastian, but then Bob. again yeah. because this is was he was the nicest guy. Metal, oh, and so I did because I liked thing. I liked me some hair metal, so I wasn't yeah. like fanboying, but I'm like, mm-hmm. but I was like actually kind of waiting for this guy to big league us, and he was the nicest, nicest guy. dude, man. And then and then because because our our, our old drummer at the time. Uh, was uh was real into weed. Uh, Sebastian Bach hooked him up. So mm-hmm. then at Mamakins, I had not. I don't even know. I mean, I may not have smoked pot for ten years, but I'm like, I am in Aerosmith's Smith's club, club. Mm-hmm. with Honest. Sebastian Bach's pot. 
that's, I'm getting that's fucking what you high do. On, yes. a su- on a Sunday, on I the know, Lord's I Day. Yeah. Right. I, so I, I probably broke a 10-year... I mean, it was not like anything... Steve Gattaker would have done the same damn thing time. on a like, Sunday. I was like, hey, I, think I'm bre- I think I'm breaking the fast. I did. I broke right. the fast. Yeah. Steve Gattaker would do the same damn thing on a Sunday. Yeah, Steve Gattaker would have done I do remember being... Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But I do remember being outside a club in Kansas City. I'll tell you guys' names later. I do remember staying outside a club in Kansas City... And a friend of ours pulls up in a car before, way before the gig. It was like right when people were showing up. And he says, man, come on in here. And there was, uh, let's see, some, we call it opium to be smoked with some Kansas City Royals. Oh, wow. That I remember wow. because I, I'm not a baseball guy. Yeah. I don't know any baseball people at all. Tell you and who I'm was, being introduced to these people, George, I'm George sure, Brad. or major. And we're having a party, a little fun too. time together. And the friend of ours was a singer in a Royals. band from Kansas yeah, City that was awesome. a friend of ours. And I just don't want to say it. I mean, it was like Scott's. Like sort of, we're all like high five. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, like, I got no idea. Yeah, 90s Royals. Except for my buddy, yeah, uh, a friend of ours from the band. I got no idea who the hell I was in the car with, but it was, yeah. but that was fun. Uh, but there's like little stories like that that are kind of, you have these brushes, and that's what they usually are. They're not long, long things. Yeah. They're these little surreal brushes with things like that that happened that just kind of stick in your memory right. but I mean we all have different memories though some of the stuff I don't remember any of this I OD'd on there. heroin and came back to life and oh, I wrote a book oh right that's yeah, right no, no, I can't. No, that wasn't you that wasn't Scott no I was in a car with a dude from Hanoi Rocks nope that was nope. also not you that was uh, I think that was Vince Neal oh that was Vince Neal yeah. I ain't got no more source but no. you got Tony <laughs> Tony's got a question. I can read him. No, I'm, I'm enjoying <laughs> I'm it. I'm trying to remember. I don't know if we have any other. I mean, there was a guy in uh, in Iowa. In, uh, yeah, it was in Iowa uh, that, that used to that used to put us up. A nice guy uh, in Cedar Falls, and because uh, which seems like a weird town, but it's a college town, and we would play there a lot, and we actually would do pretty well there. Um, we play with Nihilate there a lot, and and they uh, uh, this dude. Like at some point, I think he was peeing in bottles, and I and I, but I, and I think he was leaving the bottles around the house. But I think it was to aggravate his roommates. Oh he, yeah, he burned his pentagram and his. Yeah, uh, like, like he was call. actually like I think he was actually fairly. I think he was very sane. I think this was just incredibly calculated because he didn't like his roommates. And then I think he also may have taken some lighter fluid and burnt a pentagram into the carpet. Well, he just saw Dio, and then every he time you would see him in the in the venue. I don't know why I remember this. Yeah, he'd, he'd be like, about how small he, he would was. talk. Like, okay, did I tell you I saw Dio? He yeah. was like this tall. So at first, like Dio like, was like my height. Like, and then like, I would Dio see would him like, like you just passed by. He goes, hey, did I tell you I saw Dio? Yeah. Dio's like this tall. Like, and just so, as the night progressed, Dio got smaller. Dio got to be like like this <laughs> until like, he would like, hold his hands like, like about a foot apart. He's like he's like. Dio. So he, was he, like, he was like, this big. I just, wanted to, I just wanted to eat him. Pocket-sized Dio. And, and, and we saw him later, and he made a comment that I know the rest of us to this day probably still say, and it's, I swear to Dio. I swear, I swear to Dio. And I still say that to this day. And I, I don't know why that's that. like, there's like weird stuff that yeah. you, like people would not really that like That dude had a lot of cats in his did. house, because I will tell you right now, again, we're talking about like gross places I've slept. Uh, I remember like laying on a bed. We're down a number of cats. Right. Like I'm laying, I'm laying in a bed, like in a, in a proper bed. So I'm excited about this. I put a sleeping bag on top of that bed so I don't have to touch the bed because there's so much cat hair on it. And then I and then probably just slept sort of like like a vampire would if you'd imagine a vampire like my hands are just crossed <laughs> and uncomfortable because I'm kind of undead and then and then 
just praying for morning to come so I could get the fuck out of there. But nice guy. Not like a vampire. And then one no. time we did go, we went, we were, Correct. we played Correct. like a few shows like in New York City, and we uh, went to the uh, Ricky Lake show. We had, we got, we did our, get to go to the Ricky Lake show. Yeah, so let's be clear. Like, yeah, can I, can I, can I comment on that? Yeah, yeah. So we're in New York City. I'm, and I swear, I swear to God, I'm, I'm going to say this, and I, I am not really stuck up or anything, but I'm like, they're like, hey, we have a day off. What are we going to do? And I'm like, could we go like to the Metropolitan Art Museum or something? Like, I mean, I'm in fucking Dave New York City. Art. Could we do something? No, I don't. I'm just like, could we do something fucking like, cool? like intellectual? And then, and then I think our manager's like, well, I can get you tickets to the Ricky Lake show. And these jackasses, of course, that's where we went. We yep. went to the Ricky Lake show. Yep. And we, and so, that's awesome. And that's so, awesome. and so we, and so we did almost get kicked out. And we learned about a dude from Rochester who I might have been cheating on his lady. So the 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 uh, subject I remember was, you're a horrible or awful mother. I'm taking her child away from you. Which seems yeah, like a long right. yep. title, yeah, but yep. that was like the whole like '90s like mm-hmm. trash TV sure. kind of stuff. And um, like there were some people in there like that you know were questionable I just parents. This, I just remember I just remember the statement. I'm from Rochester, right? Yeah, and right. so uh, yeah, so like the last oh, the last check. guest one, two, happened one, to yeah. that's like, the last guest happened. It was he. The mother wasn't that bad. It was actually him, and he actually like he like that we came to determine like within the, uh, the half hour that he was he, he was violent towards her, <laughs> and he said, uh, "I'm from Rochester." It was I saw violence in her eyes. Right. So you got to keep in mind in New York City, like like saying like I'm from Rochester is like basically the equivalent. I could have stood up and go. It's like I'm, me saying I'm yeah, from Coddleville. Yeah, I'm from Chesterfield. Now, you know? Yeah, like whatever from whatever. And a guy behind me town. goes, did he just say that he's from Rochester? Like yeah. he was like the dude was from New York, obviously. He's like, oh, I forgot. I forgot. Oh, Rochester. Like kind of we got like that whole like right. like that meme where it's like looks yeah. like Neil deGrasse Tyson going, oh, we got a badass here uh-huh. kind of thing. That was <laughs> well, the kind of situation. Have you, have you ever and, had anybody the, warn you that, or say like, well, look out for this guy. He's from St. Louis. Have you ever had that? Sure. At, yeah. At, I mean, there's some there's some tough we people around. Hold on. We almost got kicked yeah, out some though. Tough we, we, we got oh, oh, because yeah. me well, and Mark. Yeah. So when you're from Belleville, yeah. just real quick, when you're from Belleville, you're like, I'm a town, I'm one town over from East St. Louis. Ugh. You say that, people freaking fear you. And I'm like, no, I'm white and not scary. Yeah, and we yeah. were trying, yeah. like, on the Ricky Lake show, I yeah. think we kind of, like, we were trying to do exaggerated, like, yes. facial expressions. Yeah. So, so basically, you to applaud or whatever. they told you, they had a warm-up guy that would come out before, was like, a, like, lot like a of comedian. Media. And they would tell you, we want you to be, you know, animated and stuff. Right. So what happened was what we would yeah. do, and really Mark, Mark was doing most of this. Mark was hysterically funny at these things. But, but so what, what, what was happening was, so they told us to be very emotive and, like, react and stuff. So what was happening was that Mark was doing it, but not at the right time. <laughs> So basically, they'd be going, well, what happened, you see, sir, was this. And Mark would oh, no. Talk to the hand. I don't remember. I mean, Mark was like, and, and so, and it was pretty loud. And, and so Mark would look at me. So I, I got, so I started chiming in with Mark. Because me and Mark have, me and Mark have, like, we think we have big balls, but we're just jerks. Right. At that time, right. at least, or whatever, sure, you know. Sure. So, so we're, we started doing this together, you know. And. Behind us now, all of a sudden, I kind of turn around. I see the largest man I've ever seen. I'm pretty sure he's part silverback gorilla. The largest man I've ever seen sitting with a coily little thing going to his ear. And he's just glaring at us, almost like it was in a movie. He's just glaring at us. And I look back, and I saw him. I kind of started nudging Mark. And Mark kept doing it. Ah! 
not like that. So I started nudging him. I said, "There's a guy back there. He's like, we're gonna get kicked out of the Ricky Lake show. They don't get kicked out of the kicked out of the right. Ricky Lake show." Right. Then, so finally, we we calmed down and we stopped. You know? But I did, I did but, see it like a few weeks after yeah. we got back home. Oh, you did see <laughs> it. Yeah, I did see it. And so there was like, I, I all I saw of me was just like my kind of my my left arm and my chest. Yeah. But they did like kind of like focus it on Mark because like Mark was like, there was like a moment where Mark just went, oh, this is our old drummer. Oh, no. Just like kind of, he went, oh, like, but that was the only time that he like perfectly and he was typed raising it, his hand you know? to ask a question. Yeah, he was going to ask yeah, a they question. They <laughs> 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 And we were we were in the middle of the, like the, you couldn't have been more middle there. of yeah. that yeah. of the studio, and we oh were just God. like like every once in a while we were just like I look over at Dave and go we're at the Ricky Lake show yeah. this, is this is insane this is insane and know, it, it was just like right. but it was like one of those things where um like like tried to uh, like it was we wanted and is to be this part not of seriously the-, the lamest band story you've ever yeah. heard I mean it's oh, just like it's, 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 it's like it's uh, just like. So basically, I took four chicks back to my fucking dressing room, and, they <laughs> left. Was, and then they left, and then because uh, they found out I didn't have any drugs, and then uh, no, I mean it's just like yeah, then, well, so we went to the Ricky well, there was, show. Ricky there was one time, there was one time we were staying at a hotel, and you could fish like off the hotel, and I caught a shark, and yeah, right, none of that happened. Oh no, that's that point. Yeah, my bad. I was like, yeah. wow, yeah. really? Sorry. That's how weird it is. I believed it. Yeah. Sorry, I that, you got me. Well, sorry, my oh, bad. I I, I keep on mixing like my life up with VH1 episodes. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Which behind the music am I plagiarizing right now? Right? Yeah, eventually, yeah. like if I could live to be ninety, I'm just going to tell stories that I was basically. Well, you believe in, in at that point. Yeah, right. Yeah, yes. people would just be like, okay, Grandpa. Yeah, like that oh, meme, like like Joe Rogan, like used to make people eat bugs for like like money. Okay, Grandma. Okay. You know. No, I'm just I'm just picturing the behind the music with Fragile Porcelain Mice. They were on the road to stardom, and then they went to the Ricky Lake show. Yeah, that's what. That's and they what got kicked out, it. and that was the end. That's what did that, it. I think that actually starting to make sense now. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's probably about the timeline. That's about where it fell apart. That's actually. about where it fell and, apart. And it only took that to happen. That's how sad it was. Yeah. Trying to think, like I'm. I'm no, nope, that's it. That's other, it. After that, that's any like other weird story. I mean, I'm probably. Those aren't really weird. Those, those aren't really no, weird. No, just silly. We have probably lots of silly stories. Not, not a lot of uh, like. Yeah, like I said, like place. like when you're a band that's playing, like traveling in a van, and you have no like like support from any type of label. It's generally. Trying to find where to eat, where to sleep, and where to shit. That's just essentially that's that that's the life of like like trying to find places that are, um, you know, like I mean, we played CBGBs one time, and I did have a dude that looked like he was in a witness protection program. Like he had glasses and a fake mustache. Tell me that my most New Yorker like 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 cliche just like listen. He told me that my satin, my orange satin pants were appalling and that Iggy Pop wore leather, which I was just like, yeah, I'm aware Iggy Pop yeah, wore, wore leather. Um, but he telling you that, that you, that, 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 wasn't he making some Jagger comparisons to you, though, or something, I thought? Or was that a different? No, that might be a different dude. Okay. This guy was upset that I was wearing orange like uh-huh. satin pants. And I tried to explain to him, I go, back where we're from, people find it humorous. <laughs> I go, and it's like, uh, but... Iggy, like he he proceeded to tell me that he saw the Ramones at CBGBs, right. and that he saw Iggy Pop, and that Iggy Pop wore leather, and that I need to wear leather pants, or nobody's going to take me serious. 
Nobody's take you serious. Take me and he was, I mean, listen. He was right. The guy, the guy with the fake mustache and the sunglasses in the witness protection program at yeah, CBGB's in 1996 point. was right. Uh, look, I'm going to tell you, so far it checks out. No, I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I just, so far I just didn't right. need that. I just didn't need that affirmation you've from him. Ne- you've neither worn leather pants nor have you been taken seriously. No, and so it's just like it's just like I don't need Gabby Johnson. I don't need this right guy to really point that out. But other than that, man. Um, <laughs> Other than like staying at a possible serial a killer's house, perfect display of uh, frontier gibberish. It's really like back. nothing really like that that <laughs> exciting. No, no. That Ricky Lake story was yeah, fucking great. No, the Ricky Lake no, story. Like it's not even great. like people yeah, like no. who is Ricky Lake? You know, I, mean, I can tell yeah. you how many pairs of underwear Tim has lost on the road um, to diarrhea. Other than that, <laughs> oh, yeah, alcohol induced. Yeah. Other than that, it's pretty tame. Yeah, it's pretty boring. Another reason why the women weren't coming back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, let's be clear. Let's be clear, ladies. Ladies, calm down. That's a game killer. Calm right down, there. ladies. Sorry, yeah. ladies. Oh, calm down, girls. <laughs> Take four girls back to the dressing room. Shit your pants. They all leave. I, three of them did. I don't know. One was into it, and I pooped them. <laughs> I don't know. I think Mick Barr has probably pulled that. That. Yeah, that but one I think Mick Barr's could. Yeah, Mick Barr's could. I think it's the difference. <laughs> and Vince Neal, so I don't know. Yeah. But it was just a justification. I think so. You know, honestly, if we sat here and kept talking, eventually we would stumble across something that might be kind of weird. Well, but tr- it's hard to remember, though, because, we, I mean, every day was – every day you were encountering so many different people because you were traveling. Yeah. So you – me and Scott were actually talking about this, about something different. Yeah. Have fun. Thanks. Hey. Ciao. High five. Okay. Uh you learn, and I think Dave would completely understand where I'm going with this. I would. I don't know what you're talking about. You learn quickly how to roll with people's different personalities, learn to read people quickly, and know how to react to them in the correct way, given the most diverse of personalities. And personalities, also, I mean. And also, to be clear, how much entertainment can I get for myself on this? <laughs> exactly. That's true. Sure. Right. Yeah, right. right. But but I, you definitely learn how to deal with different personalities very quickly and learn very quickly who you're dealing with for the most part. I you think have in to Kansas be good City, at it. we had a sound guy one time just basically come up to us like completely unsolicited and just go, I picked a bad day to stop doing cocaine. Yes, he did, and he meant it. And I think he meant it. He did mean it, yeah. And it's just like, I already knew you were going to be a shitty sound guy, but... Yeah, that was bad. You didn't need to tell me you were yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. <laughs> he didn't right. confirm it. Yeah, he didn't like, confirm but, but, I mean, you, you get people just saying this to your face, and, and there's a lot of odd characters. I mean, we're odd enough. Everyone in bands are pretty eccentric to begin with. But then when you meet someone that really blows you away, you're like, oh, wow. wow. You know? you but go. you have to learn how to, and you want to treat everybody the same. Oh, yeah. On a but serious we, note, you but do, we, but, 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 but really it's hard sometimes. Boring. Yeah. Tony, you yeah. should know that by now. It's really the people that, that have been around us have been strange and weird. I got, I got a question yeah. to oh, ask. Yeah, yeah, what, yeah, what's your favorite venue to play in St. Louis? It was Mississippi Nights for sure. Yeah, it really was. Um, I mean, you know what? They so 100. percent It's this is going to sound like a total BS answer, but it's like each of them kind of have their own thing that I kind of like about them, like the the ones that we kind of play. Well, that's one like, of one of the things I wanted to go through with yeah, you guys, just ahead. because. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Just because they they just released the last picture of the last call for a way out club. Oh yeah, yeah. So I want to go yeah. through not the obvious, but I want to go through some of the old, older clubs and oh, yeah, see if you guys sure. played them. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So way out club, we'll start yeah. with that because I there? mean because that's going to kind of tie into it anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, we played way out one time. 
I played uh, there one time. There, yeah. We probably played there separately in different bands a couple times. Oh, yeah, times, different. I yeah, think I think I've played, so we've, we've played there a couple times. But, I but, I don't, but I've only played. We, Fragile played there one time. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. I mean, I love Bob and Sarah. I thought they were cool people. You know, oh, I mean, yeah. it was a cool yeah, little nice, place. Nice you know, I mean, it wasn't it, it wasn't a normal place for us to play per se. Oh, we yeah. had I don't even know if that's where is a terrible draw. I mean, it's just it's a weird. It's just. My, my whole take on that place was it was like it was uh, yeah it, it was quirky and it was interesting I mean, but but yeah they were, it was right. it was in yeah. a weird spot too it was yeah, yeah. that yeah. didn't help yeah. yeah right yeah but I don't know how how well we fit in there although yeah. we enjoyed going there and playing it was fun because it was kind of a low key show it was cool you know yeah. but but I mean even the the bands I'm sure that we've been in the other bands that we played there with too right it was a cool place and it was a nice place for bands to cut their teeth too right can get yeah. some experience yeah. and play yeah because yeah. they didn't really care. Right, right, yeah. right. Because I we they're, played they're we supportive. played one show we played one show and I kind of rip off Scotty. I wore a dress that night nice. just because it was the way out club and I was like, sure, what the fuck? I can not. I can get away with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sure there was probably some 1950s kind of porn or something oh, like soft exactly. porn on the TV or something. Yeah, because I know they. Whenever we went there, we went there last weekend. Yeah, we went there last weekend and on on the screen it was, um, God, what the fuck is that name? Kill faster, pussycat kill. Yeah, right. It's yeah, yeah. Always, it's, yeah, yeah, basically yeah. some yeah. fucking Russ Meyer stuff. stuff. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah the Russ Meyer right, stuff. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was um, um, there was something on YouTube I watched that was talking about like kind of touring touring bands mm-hmm. that um because uh, I, I think like Dave Grohl did something talking about like like bands that like toured in bands and stuff like that. But somebody made one on YouTube that was like a lot of like bands that I never heard of, of like almost any of these bands. But they talked about the Way Out Club. They mentioned like how like like they like like um it's like the worst band in St. Louis. They had mentioned that this band played on a Monday at the Way Out Club, <laughs> and there was a band that they had played with called um it's called Mississippi something <laughs> like Mississippi something Killers or something like that. And it was just like it was like a Monday. It wasn't Fragile Force. It, it wasn't. It wasn't us. It wasn't us. But this band had like, and I kind of felt bad because they were like really. I think it's just because they haven't seen us talking about like, because for a while there there was a reputation for like bands getting broken into right. and stuff like that, yep. and yep. Um, you know, and uh, but they had mentioned like the Way Out Club on like That's and great. like being like like they asked this band like I can't remember who they were called, but it's, it's like. Um, what was the worst show you ever had? And they listed the Way Out Club on a Monday night, well, like two thousand eight. That, that would be like a that. that would be a rough show. I mean, Way Out on right on a Monday pretty, night. That's yeah. probably pretty sure. rough. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You know what? But oh, I'm gonna, called, but I'm going to tell you, Mississippi Hippie Killer. But you know what? I can't tell. Killers? I can't yeah. tell you how many of those shows we played, and you can only really blame yourself for booking that show and playing that show. I mean, it's yeah. just like. It's just like St. Louis on a Monday. You're asking for it. I mean, it's just like, was, oh, that was my worst show ever. Well, yeah, you. I wouldn't play St. Louis on a Monday. I mean, it's like I mean, I I didn't like doing it when we had to do it. I mean, it's just that's rough. I I remember here got jobs. To, to your, the old old clubs for some reason this this pops up in my head, and I remember we when we were very actually the first time we ever played the, on stage the four of us together as fragile porcelain mice was at kennedy's at an open mic night with suede chain we didn't even have a name yet our songs were song number one number two <laughs> that's what they were and wow. i think scott more or less either right before we played or that day had just told them our name is fragile porcelain mice because we really didn't decide on it yet right. and he just and it's fine i, I said it on stage 
Is that what it was? Yeah, so it, so that was it. And then it stuck, you know. It was what it was. Yeah. What, how'd you come up with that? Yeah. How'd you come up with that? I was in a, it, a trash bag. It was a Dave Letterman top ten list for least likely NFL expansion team names. Yeah, I remember that. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I wanted Fighting Amish, but the fighting Amish wasn't going to happen. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't going to happen. But that, yeah. that's, that's, that's typical. That's probably why mm-hmm. that's one typical. of the factors. Yeah, yeah. But, and, but so we're, we played – I remember at one point we were banned from Kennedy's. We played there a couple times. We had a bad show with with another band that we've since all completely made up with. It's no big deal. But but I'm saying though, and and they were somebody, we were nobody, and we got banned. And years later, Kennedy's was having a hard time, and we played there while while they were trying to they were struggling because there was a lot of competition going on, other things going on, and we played there. And it although at, at on one hand, it felt, I don't know, kind of cool to come back and, and, and do that. On the other hand, I do remember the, the manager, Ray, who was a sweet guy. He was a really cool guy. He came up and, and thanked me, and his eyes were misty. And he said, this is the way it used to be. I'll never forget that. That was cool. That made yeah. me feel good. That, and it was a huge, and the That's Urge awesome. was playing at Mississippi Nights that night. So it was us playing oh, at Kennedy's, yeah, and it was the urge yeah. playing. But there was, was a lot of times that's what that would happen. They would yeah. have like some like like Pale Divine played at Kennedy's. Oh yeah, like right. insane. Just right. like how, like and how right. like that band should have been huge. That right. band should have been right. like that yeah. band yeah, should have been just, there, like a, a church or just something. absolutely right, yeah. huge at you know for for that time, but um. You know, but they would like like Mississippi Knights would have like a huge band, and like Pale Divine would play at Kennedy's, and like I mean, there was so much right, and there like, was st- and both places would be packed. Like it's like they, they, they oh, was yeah. that they, many people have going that. out to see me. And then so that, I mean, so like the marketplace would allow for that. That's why I'm like kind of impressed with like the factory opening up, and then uh, these other venues like Red Flag and stuff like opening up. Like hopefully we can get through this pandemic Nonsense, and stuff like yeah. that, and like like these venues can like still like kind of like kind of like maintain and kind of like provide for like an opportunity for bands yeah because the way i look at it now i mean with st louis music park opening up the factory and you got all the other ones now they're i mean we could draw any band to come through and play now because there's a certain level for each club to to bring things right you need these different sized venues right for sure yeah yeah, I've read a big article got, about that. If you've only got this that. massive shed and these little shitholes, you're going to miss a lot of bands. Okay? But yeah. I do, and you guys can contest to this, that it, it was kind of nice back in the day when everything was kind of a one spot, yeah. being the landing. Yeah, the landing was nice. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Because then, yep. like you said, you can see you guys one yeah, plot. You had the you West, see, yeah, we would play the I, West I, Bank. I, the I West Bank that, was just like right by, like, mm-hmm. right yeah, that alleyway West, with West, you know, West Bank. And then you had, West Bank was fun. You had the West uh, Bank, uh, and then you had, like, you know, First Rock, and then that was, like, yep. you know, like the new Bernard's Pub and stuff yep. like yep. that. And so you would have. There was a lot of stuff down there. You would yeah. have a lot of stuff down there. But again, like, the kind of, like, I don't know, like, how the um, marketplace is, like, kind of with everything being, like, Digital and shit, like you know, like I mean, I don't know how. Yeah, like, even beyond what out. we've been dealing with last year, the, it's changed a little bit. But with people, yeah, I mean, like what Scott's saying, you know, there's a lot of streaming and things going on. I mean, you know, so you were, did you want to, did you want to rapid fire some clubs? Yeah, or, I'll yeah, do some more. Yeah. So yeah, what do you got? Um, you guys already brought up the Red Sea, so I'll pass yeah. that. But that was that was a good memory because I forgot about the Red Sea, and I was like, wow. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah we played there. there. I ran yeah. door at the Red Sea. That's how I met yeah. our drummer. Our Current drummer, I ran door for his band actually a couple oh, times. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. yeah, we we played there quite a bit. Yeah. Yep. Um, the Galaxy. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. I liked Galaxy. Yeah. For a while there, what we were doing was like kind of like we would try to do like six weeks out, like with like like um, kind of like local shows. Mm-hmm. So like we would try to do like Galaxy or Mississippi Nights, like kind of like every like six weeks. And a lot of times those type of shows would fund our like tours, like that we would because we would always like just basically yeah. everything we would have. Like you know, like I mean, just like we would we would go out on the road with a certain amount of money that we'd have no, from exa- yeah. That, that's exactly yeah. what would happen because Basically. we weren't making money on the road. No, like you would play like we played CBs one time when we got paid like um, a twelve pack, twelve pack. Yeah, we got paid. That's what they tried to pay us was a twelve pack. Yeah. So, but but the, the that's exactly right. I mean, it's like we would we would go play one of these shows and they're like, oh man, you had so many people, you made a whole this money, and it's like, no, basically we made enough money to go out and tour we for bank two it. weeks and basically spend all that money. So that we could eat Taco Bell every night, right? Which so is yeah, so much we give ourselves money, but we invested it back, so it wasn't like we took it home. We not, were, yeah, we, I mean, we it's like broke. we never, yeah, always, yeah, we're constantly every band's always right. broke anyway. Yeah, but yeah, right. yeah. But yeah, the Galaxy, Galaxy yeah. was fun. I, yeah, was yeah fun. I, I liked Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Did you ever play Three Sixty Seven? Yes. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Not as well, probably, probably as our other bands. Before yeah. When Brad. Scott was in Disco Zombies, and when we were in Dementia Thirteen, we played there together. Yeah. And we would see shows there all the time. Like I mean, for a while there, that was like. I mean, yeah. that was the like coolest, nice coolest fucking place in the hood. Yeah, was, like, <laughs> so, yeah. So they they opened up for the Melvins. Yeah, Dementia the Thirteen yeah, opened up yeah. for the Melvins, yeah. and uh, which was pretty cool. Yeah, was and fun. it was kind of cool. Great. Yeah, because yeah, tell the story about like, you talked to Buzzo or whatever. Yeah, well, the bass player who ended up he was like, um, he left. He but he had that. Remember that? I don't know if you remember the Melvins did that whole like Kiss thing mm-hmm. where they, each of them had like a solo record, and so he was that. That was like the last thing that he had done, and he had like um kind of like been filling in because uh, Buzzo I think was going out with Shirley Temple's oh, daughter. That's what it was. Yeah, Shirley yeah, Temple's yeah. daughter had basically like they like played before him. So this guy was talking so this is ninety one. Yeah. And so um I was helping them like take stuff off the stage and uh he was talking to us about how the Nirvana record yeah. And he's uh, he, yeah, and he was the, ba- the way he said it was cool, right? Because wasn't it something like he's just like it's like there's this kid in Seattle, that's yeah. going to be huge. This Kurt Cobain kid, like it was before that record. Because he was, like, the, the, wow. he, was, he was like, in it, like he was in that scene talking about. It, it was, was like, was like crazy. we had a roadie that there was a roadie that like like you know he goes like you know that um like Nirvana because Bleach was already out. Well, and that was Oh okay, and then he was talking oh, okay, about he yeah. goes this new record's going to be huge. He goes I'm telling you it's going to be and and he called it. I yeah. mean that was like it was like. That's Maybe crazy. two months later, and Melvin's drummer was on Bleach. That was he was Nirvana's drummer, right, Scott? Was it? Yes, I think the drummer of I'm I'm ninety nine point nine percent sure that the played. Melvin's drummer was the drummer the on Bleach. The dude from Mudhoney played before. Did you check that for me, Tony? Because I like to lie. I really do. Mudhoney. But like, yeah. So like, but like, three sixty seven used to have like all play there. And yeah, yeah. We would I saw play Jesus there, was there. We, I mean, there was like there was so a lot of there was a lot of King Cobra, a lot right? of Saint Ides. Oh yeah, yeah. Saint Ives, they, 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 they were real into their they were really into their malt liquor at three sixty seven. Yeah. Yeah. There was yeah, a yeah. lot of and there was a yeah. lot toxic of brew, they had the, the toxic brew yep. yeah. toxic, toxic, with the toxic, green light toxic, in it. Yeah. Who is it? Parm? Toxic yep. brew? Yep. Toxic brew? Toxic toxic brew. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. A lot of yeah. metal bands. A lot of metal bands came through there. Wow. Now you got me thinking about parm. You thinking about thinking about toxic brew. This, the old Cicero's, old definitely. Cicero's yes, Cicero's. yes. Yeah, right. uh, I think yeah, that's where I saw you guys basement. the first yeah. time was the old Cicero's. We played yeah. the, the last week there. That was an awesome. Was, was Chad Channing the drummer of the Melvins? That uh, sounds familiar. That's, 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 no, that's, no, that's no, who the drummer. No, it was Glenn, uh, uh, what's his name? 
not Glover, Clo- like uh, Tim, Tim Dale, Dale, Dale Glover. Dale Glover yeah, was I, the, I most the, likely the made drummer it up from Melvin. I think yeah. may have played a little bit with them. But um, Peterson, the guy so Peterson, who like uh, was the mud hunting drummer, played with them before yes. Roll did. Yeah, but, yes. Chad Chaining was the drummer on. Right. Yeah, but so, yeah, anyways, the guy from the Melvins, the bass player from the You asked him to look it up. So, so old Cicero's. It great, happens. great pizza. Oh yeah, uh, awesome little just, just kind of like hole in the wall, but so many great bands. Cicero's so, so what was so cool about Cicero's? Like for us, at least for me, I, I'll speak for myself or whatever. It's just like Cicero's was like one of those places. Like they would let any out of town shitball band play there, but if you were from town, you couldn't get in there. So it's like when you got in there, like being from St. Louis, like you thought you were somebody. Yeah, because it's like. Like yeah, they, right. it was all like out of town right. bands, yeah. and it was like, and that's what made it kind of cool, right? It's like you would go there to see bands you couldn't see anyplace else, but it's like there was no local bands in there unless they were kick ass like yeah, local Cicero's bands. Was like, only second to Mississippi Nights as far as feeling like, oh wow, we, did we actually something. did something. Yeah, that you know, was that's, that, it. Was a big deal. Yeah, right. I agree. It was a big deal. What about the new the new Cicero's? Uh, the newer we, version. Cicero's, was, we never yeah. played there. I think R6 did think, that. We, did. we played with Lions. I played so. there with a couple band, my other it? bands, too. And it, uh, yeah. I don't want to dog it. No, it's I don't just, either. It, felt, it just felt kind of sterile. Yeah, to me. exactly. Like, and maybe it was just, like, they I, it they wasn't. could have called it a different name, yes. and I probably would have been fine with it, but they called it Cicero's, and I'm like, it's just not the same. It felt like the side door. Like a little nicer than yeah. the side door, but it was oh, yeah, a little, the side like, door, we, different. A little at the bit. side door, we played the side door quite a bit. But yeah. one time we were sound checking, and Mike Shannon was eating dinner in the Locust Cantina. Mm-hmm. I remember, and I remember while we're we're sound checking, he's holding a highball. I just assume it's a highball. He was holding <laughs> a drink, and he's like waiting for the bathroom. And at one point, he just shakes his head and goes. <laughs> like, oh, it's, yeah. And so a former student of mine like oh, posted great. something on Facebook Did how he saw Jennings. Oh, like I mean, he was like he was like appalled by it. But yeah. a, like a kid that a former student of mine posted something on social media where he saw Mike Shannon at Wrigleyville and was like all excited. And he said, "I'm a, I mean, He goes, "This picture does not." Relay the fact that Mike Shannon was super pissed that we stopped him, <laughs> and so I was like, I didn't mean say anything, but I just thought it was like, yeah, Mike Shannon just was not a fan of our like. That's I mean, I couldn't really explain to Mike Shannon like I wanted to go like like go like find him and go. This was just a sound check. We're just checking levels. It gets way better it than gets this. Mike way Shannon. better than this. But then I was thinking, but no, it doesn't, it doesn't get no, way better doesn't. than this. No. It doesn't get it. We play once. Way no, Mike, Mike Shannon, your your assessment. is... Is correct, sir. Yeah. We, well, one time we played Elliot Davis from from Channel Two. Oh, Elliot up, Davis, and was, then Pat Clark, Patrick Clark was there. Shout out to Pat Clark, Pat, Fox no, no, Two. No, shout Clark, out Patrick Clark. Clark. <laughs> and so I walk up, Pat, I go, hey, uh, shout Elliot, out Elliot Davis. You I paid for maybe this. Maybe they'd come together, or they knew about us like that. He's like, Elliot's here. Like, it was just weird, yeah. you know. You see like people like that at your shows, and, and it's just. I guess it shows you a little bit of a Shout out Margie Ellisador. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going Fox 2 News. You know what I'm saying? That's hilarious. No, Margie Ellisador has not been. That's, she's a heck of a mother, by the way. She would never be at our show. No. no not even if there was coupons at our show. <laughs> 
She does a lot of coupon stuff, I notice. I remember from, yeah. from Fox you're, 2. You're, yeah. you're right. Coupon you're, of the yeah. day. Your Fox yeah. 2 news knowledge is strong. I'm just so like I'm, trying to like trying to think like, you know, um like yeah. who else from Fox 2 News would have come uh, to our shows. But uh I don't who's, I don't, Chris Higgins. Chris Higgins, maybe shout out to Chris Higgins in what the about, uh, Fox Two News uh uh weather van. What about Didn't Glenn, Glenn Zimmerman? Lisa Zygman come once, too? At least shout out to Lisa Zygman. At least, yo, shout out. I'm pretty sure. Shout out. Because I remember Jay. <laughs> shout out. I remember Jay was, Jay started dorking out. Shout out, Frank Cusimano, Channel 5 News. Yeah. <laughs> I don't shout out enough St. Louis, uh, like, shout celebrities. Shout out, not. Yeah. I saw shout out. He's more handsome Shout out, Karen Foss. Shout out, Art Holiday. Art Holiday, son. No, wait, I like Art Holiday. Stop it. Oh. Yeah. I um, oh sorry, it just got serious. Oh yeah, oh sorry about that. Yeah, but we <laughs> did have far. Elliot Davis. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. Whoa, 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 whoa. I did yeah, know whoa, some whoa, guy whoa. though that uh, saw Elliot Davis at a restaurant and asked Show him if he respect. enjoyed his lunch, and Elliot Davis just looked at him and goes, "Yeah," and he goes, "That's good because you paid for it." <laughs> Real talk, I swear to God. That's what did. Shout out, shout out to Beaker for Ruts Moving. I'd do that too. I'd do that same thing. Beaker. That's oh, that's silly. All right, Scott says taking advantage of you guys. Sorry about that. That's my bad. I, I, I don't really have no more. Uh, I did want to bring up a couple of cool things that, yeah. and if you guys didn't know, but I'm sure you do, but um, speaking of old school bands and new music, uh, Sinister Dane is getting back together to well, create yeah. new music. Yeah, we, we, yeah, we heard rumors. Yeah, rumors. rumors. Yep. yep. Uh, the Ilphonics are making new music again. Okay. That is pretty cool. So, I don't know. I just wanted to bring them up because it's yeah, no, yeah. Shout I out saw, to Sinister um, Dane. I saw Donald not too long ago. Shout out to Donald Williams. Donald Duck. Williams. What's Dane. up? Duck. Duck. Um, yeah, he said they've been practicing. Got a Sounds good. Yeah, and then oh, again, the, like the urge, those dudes were like, they took us like out and yes, we yeah. played with them quite a bit. And so. Uh, well, and, and those guys even, those guys even helped kind of. With us with like our like I guess I would call our Kansas City connection because we played Kansas City a lot and like played with a lot of the bands from Kansas City and I think that was a lot of that was because Sinister Dane yeah, was out yeah. playing with those guys and those dudes those were guys, good so. at like taking younger they were big on like kind of like showcasing younger band like remember after us it was like back Dave they like put like put like out there and stuff like that so um those guys were like music fans like like yeah. and so um they like any type I think like a lot of that too with them in Living Color like Living mm-hmm. Color helped them out yeah. I think they recognize that um, you know that they can put people on you know and that's the one good thing is just like at times you know when you look back it's just like kind of like um, you don't think about it at the time but a lot of people I mean this is not a competition it's essentially like trying to like kind of elevate like you know like like people and and um, like, if you're into something, you want other people to kind of like be aware of it. You know, it's like you know, like like any type of music, you just want people to know about it. So they were kind of like that with us. And uh, they're good friends. Other, I mean, yeah. them and I mean, uh, at maybe not even exactly at the same time, but them and the urge both took us. I mean, a little bit. I mean, I I, I don't want to speak for them and say under the thin of their wing, but it, from our point of view, we're very thankful, not just to those two bands, but every band that that asked us to play with them when we couldn't get those gigs ourselves. I hope I, I'd like to think we try to pay that forward a little bit. I, I'd like to think that even if if we like the band and we see something in them and we'll we like to have them play with us. We don't play very often, so what's very difficult, there's a lot of bands we want to play with that were much younger than us and by younger I mean they haven't been around as long. We really want to. It's very difficult and it makes us feel bad because we only have a show every now and then. Nice. 
but I but one thing that I take pride in, I think we all do, is that we 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 definitely like to make sure the other bands are treated well too. Because mm-hmm. there were times when it wasn't that the other band was doing anything to us at all. I'm not saying that, but the club would dismiss us and throw everything to the headlining band. And to me, it's like, oh, come on now. We're all we're all doing this the everybody, same night on the same yeah, stage. Every, everybody deserves I can't do that without them. We're not going to play yeah, for three hours. Yep. I can't do that without them. You know not, I mean? Listen, so, there's enough strippers and cocaine to go around for everybody. <laughs> right? And when they play well, they push us too. It makes our show better. That's That was always my thing. It's just like I wanted strong openers because, I mean, there's, there's a couple things, right? It's like <clears throat> if you're – if people are coming to see your shows and there's like the openers always suck, you know, or it's like, or the openers are always great, you know, then they're, then they're showing up early and, and it's just like, yeah. And like Tim said, it's just like, uh, I'd rather, I'd rather play after somebody that's really good where I'm like, you know, like I'm pumped up and I'm like, Oh, I gotta, I gotta bring my a game now. Cause, cause the other, otherwise these guys just smoked us. And that's, I totally love that. I feed off of that. Us totally. Annihilate. We're so great together because of that. Cause I, I would, that's why we have gonna, them a lot. I hope better. I'm not speaking out of turn when I say I, I feel like we were kind of equals as far as how 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 we could deliver potential. Yeah. Like if we had our best night, both of us were very good, I thought. And we would push each other. So, I mean, we would play shows where they would headline some nights and we would headline. It didn't yep. matter. What yep. mattered was that we were pushing each other. But it wasn't a competition as much as, no. like, if you're sitting around with friends like we all are and everybody's kind of tell jokes and make each other laugh and kind of top each other. It was a little bit more like that, and who benefited the audience and us because right. we all had a blast and had fun, yeah, we, and we got better. We would because go on, of them. We would go on tours on with those guys, and Tim's exactly right. It's like it would be like, hey, we, you know, you kind of knew what towns you didn't do as well in, and it's like, hey, you guys are going to headline tonight, or it's like, or we're going to headline yeah, we tonight because it was just like whatever towns we kind of probably had a slightly better following in or whatever, and it, yeah, nobody, nobody gave a crap. It was just totally no, it didn't matter. yeah, it didn't matter, matter. yeah, right. But, do you guys uh, follow the local music scene? Uh, as in, do you watch for up and coming bands? That's do you what I was like saying. Like, like to um, I think bands that you may be interested in playing with. Like I, like or my having... my son. Like I asked my son about stuff like that. But like a lot of like bands that we've been playing with, like a lot of times are bands that like we grew up with. Like you know, like we did the twenty fifth reunion thing for the twenty fifth anniversary of um, Amigo. And so we had Snake Ranch play with us because Snake Ranch was just like one of those bands, like when we were like not even in Fragile, that we were like like that was like a band that that was a that was actually a band that kept feel, me into music. I feel like I feel like we stumble across a few. Like I mean, like we've had we've had we've had super fun, uh, yeah, yeah, rocket ship, and and uh, because those dudes are hilarious. Yeah, well, that's so. that's a good example of we you know, maybe don't it seems like it makes sense, but like, we love them. I, but care. it's funny, like Scott yeah. said, that the first time I saw those guys, like it was was opening up for a band that uh, at a show I was taking my kid to. Like I didn't even really wasn't even into the band he was going to see, but but uh, but uh, but Corey was, it was when he was a one man act or whatever had had opened up for that show, and I was like I was like these these guys are great, you know. But it's like but uh, but. Yeah, so the the big problem for me, honestly, this is a total old person thing. It's just like, but it used to be hanging out with these guys where we'd be like, hey, I stumbled across this band, or hey, I stumbled across this right. band, or hey, I stumbled across this band. I don't hang out with these guys every single day now, so I don't really, yeah, I unfortunately, know probably what's going on. You guys on. ever come out to Pops for, like, their local shows? I'm going to be battle for I'm, I don't go anywhere. I'm a hermit almost. Okay. Like, I, and the thing is, it's, it's that, and what I was supposed to say a little earlier, it, we're not exposed to it. It isn't we don't like it. I don't. If if 
even if we got a CD and listened to it and liked it, you know, we might even at least explore that to see who the band was. But I, I mean, because yeah, like Dave said, we played with some friends of ours, Snake Ranch. That's how we met Super Fun, right? They played also. We well, I mean, like I said, I had seen them. But you I saw don't, them, but we played with. Yeah, them. I don't remember how we ended up. I, we yeah, yeah, yeah. they played they. When Snake Ranch did a reunion show at oh, Firebird, yeah, yeah, yeah. They and up. Super yeah. Fun played too, yeah. I had never seen him because, yeah. again, I'm a hermit. I I just was never exposed to him. And when I saw them play, it was one of the most entertaining things. And what yeah, it did is it reminded me of us. I know they don't sound like us. I know they're a completely mm-hmm. different shtick. I bear right. it's, like, it's like an entertaining show. Sure, it's entertaining, I mean, and, but they're they're they do it well. They're very nice, humble guys. And we had a good time talking to him. We talked to him, and it was almost like immediate when we played the next time. It's like, let's get these guys. Let's, I mean, they were great. Let's do that. And and that would happen probably 20 times if we played 20 shows with bands like that, right. and we were still playing 20 shows. Right. But we just really aren't exposed as much. And I'm well, not sure how interested they are even, in us but you either. Mentioned you know, pops. Younger. I mean, yeah. that's interesting. I mean, so part of the problem is, is I don't even I don't even know. Like, I mean, I don't even. No other than to probably just go into like some of the old places we used to go, and then who knows what you're catching on a night you can get out on or something, you know. So it's just like, yeah, I mean, if there's are there local showcases there right. now, you, I, mean, I don't even know. You know, well, who, you know who can keep you up to date? Who's that? Beyond FM. That's right. <laughs> I mean, Absolutely. If you, if you Beyond the FM, app, number one. If you were listening to on, it, wait, you wait. would know. Cha-ching! Yeah, okay, right? Go, yeah, go ahead. That go was ahead. a cheap plug. Thank no, you. I like it. It's yeah, good. You like that? See how I worked <laughs> it in there on I you? I did like that. You I didn't, didn't like that. coming. No, it was great. Here, here's go a good... Ahead. This is a very good example of this. Because t- honestly, I'll take it because, uh, yeah, I don't know what's going on. This is a very good example of this. I'm doing a show... I play an Ultraman also. So I'm playing a show with Ultraman. And where were we playing that show? Were we with Lion's Daughter and Hell Knight? You guys came out. Where was that at again? I'm sorry. Yeah, at the ready room. Ready room? Ready room. Thank you. Thank Shout you. Sorry, I apologize completely. Richard, I'm sorry. I apologize. But so so they come out. It's just a decent show. But we're all there. And so Ultraman plays. I have a good time. We had a nice time. And then Lion's Daughter plays. They completely blew me away. I mean, I th- and I'm not the biggest metal fan. I like Sepultura and Slayer, some of the older stuff. My, my member berries go off. Right. music. But these guys blew me away. Hell Knight, too, is amazing. Oh, they're, yeah, great. they're great. They're Hell absolutely Knight. great. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Eric Eister. Shout out. The three of us happened to be in one show at a, in, in I don't know how many years that the three of us were at a show, and both bands were like, God, we'd love to play with these guys. You know, and, and we still would like to. You they know were I mean? supposed to do the show, yeah. um, but they, um, I think they're, they, they're playing later in the month with Lion's it, Daughter and they're, Fister. They're so intense so. and heavy that I don't even know if I want to play we after them. Sound, yeah, we would have sounded like Blink-182 after Slayer. Known better or less. <laughs> <laughs> I want to... Right. It, it would have been pretty... Yeah, it would have been pretty... It would be good. Yeah, it would have been pretty bad. I don't know if they would want to do that or a club would agree to that too, but we don't care. We don't care. Right. They were great. So when we see bands... I mean, what we've seen has been great. Yeah. Uh, I, personally, yeah, I admit I'm completely a hermit. I just, I'm just not exposed to it, you know. No yeah, like my son was talking about this band called Lobby Boxer. That's oh, yeah. really good. Yeah. That he like kind of hit me to, and I listened to. Um, they had a, they had an EP out that um, listened to, sounded really good, and um, yeah. So it's kind of cool because like through him, I know that there's bands that are still doing it, and they're kind of in the bubbling stage and stuff, and so. Um, you know, there's been, I mean, it's good to know that there's like you know young cats that are like you know still playing 
like stuff that I mean, well, I love. I'll be downloading the uh, Beyond FM app though to learn about these things. You Scott. probably need to shout out shout out to Karen Foss. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll even give you a free T shirt if you download the Beyond app. FM. Oh, well, That's hold great. on. If you're giving out free swag, I will definitely download the yeah, app. Yeah, I got, I'll, I'll, I got I'll, them right here for you after the show. I'm, so. I'm doing it. Listen. Um, this doesn't make for good oh, radio. It doesn't make for good radio. You must but have I'm, a smartphone. I'm, I'm downloading this um, right off the internet right now. Uh, if I can get service out here in St. Charles, yo, County. shout out to Apple. I got it. I got yo, it. Yo, shout out to Steve Jobs. R.I.P. R.I.P. <laughs> Keeping it real, Steve. All right, Beyond. Hold on. I'm going to tell. I'm going to tell our listeners right now if I can find this thing. Beyond. Beyond FM, FM 24-7. 24 Hang on. Yep. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, it's got DoorDash right there, right underneath DoorDash. Shout out DoorDash. Underneath that DoorDash. Shout out to DoorDash. I love that food coming to my house. You guys are famous. Advertisement right there. Hey, look at me. I love you. Do you see that? So when people go to DoorDash, they're going to say, what's this Beyond FM? So again, listen, radio listeners, you can't see me. I'm on an iOS device, so I'm going to double click right now. I'm going to double click. Dude, it was that easy. It was that easy, people. It was that easy. Now, listen, first of all, if you're listening to me, you probably already got the app. So you're probably like, I know this. I know this. I don't know why this dipshit is telling me this. I already downloaded the app, but I got it. I well, got we it appreciate now. it. And I, go do what Dave says. Download the app. Download it's free. Download this app if you haven't done it. Yeah, I just did it. It's free. It's free as fuck. Because I'm going to tell you right now, seriously, I'm cheap. I wouldn't have paid for this app. Okay? And, 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 and I, you get a free shirt. And, and listen, I love these dudes, and I wouldn't have paid for this app. I, I don't Listen, I didn't pay for Angry Birds, and I love the shit out of that. Okay? Right. Yo, shout out to Candy Crush. Oh, I think it's. Oh, hang on, I might be getting some radio delay here right now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn off the Beyond uh, FM app right now. But it's, it's on my phone. You'd be listening like to the show right the now. Yep. You know what? And I'd be sitting there just going. Right. I'd be sitting there. Can just you going, turn the radio down, please, I'd like, sir? I'd be like, who's this high pitched like individual like talking right now? It's like talking like this. That would be me. Oh, that'd be me. It's on there. It's look. I got it. Cause you know why? Cause oh. I want a T-shirt, son. Real talk. Right they there, I see it. There, now they want to go to bed. Now they're sitting there just going, this was a terrible idea, as pretty much all our interviews go. <laughs> Fragile Porcelain Mice, 22 no, MP3 unknown artist, son. That's what this says right here. I'll be on Recognize. Recognize. Recognize it. I got it. You know what I'm going to be Sweet. wearing tomorrow? Beyond FM shirt, son. Hell yeah. <laughs> on yeah, my yeah. team's meeting. You know what I'm going to be in tomorrow morning? I'm going to be sitting there on my team's meeting. They're going to be sitting there just going, you're looking real casual Shout today, out Dave. team's meeting. And I'll be like, I'm sexy as fuck. You know what? Look at this shirt. Shout yeah, out to right. Carol from uh, 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 from McCounty. <laughs> Shout out! Shout out to shout out to Chris from Accounts Receivable. Accounts Payable. Shout out to Doris. Shout out to Trevor from the IT. I bet they're gonna be they're gonna be like, hey, listen, what you got on tap today? And I'll be like, I got this shirt on tap, son. And they're gonna ask you how you got it, and you're gonna be like, download this. I'm gonna be like, download this app, and I'll be like, nah, you know what? You're too square to download this app. And then they're going to say, like, oh, you're pretty square for using the word square. And I'm going to be like, well, you're right. I'm going to take this shirt off. I don't deserve this. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. Yo, that beat the escalated quickly. Uh, <laughs> That's what happened. That's what happened. <laughs> congratulations. Oh, congratulations. I just unearned this shirt. I'm going to delete the app right now. I'm deleting the, the, the no, no, I'm not doing that. That's, no, no. Listen, it's, it's quitting on quitters the do that. That's staying on Because right. I need to learn about some new music. It's staying on my phone. It's staying uh, on my phone. But not but I'm not gonna listen to it while this jackass is talking. 
how Retro Champ didn't talk about any of the stuff, did he? I mean, no. he didn't. He didn't. He kept Listen, it pretty. No, he kept it pretty. No, because you he kept it pretty truth, streamlined. You know what the truth is? Is I I get a sense meeting Retro Champ. That retro champ is way fucking cooler. Yeah, than retro us. champ. Yeah. Retro yeah. champ probably listens to this now. Going, again? man. I want to plug his show again too. These yeah, dudes. When is retro champ? retro champ's playing off Broadway September seventeenth. Right. Check out that ninety there. right there, retro champ. Retro Tickets on sale Shout now. Shout out to retro like champ. Yeah. Nice yes. kid. Nice kid. Good, I say kid because I probably got kids older than that. <laughs> retro champ. Probably. He's a he's a yeah, he's, he's a, a good, great guy. You know, he seems like a good dude. Yep. Yeah. No, I like him too. Yeah. That's that's what uh, for real in all honesty, man. Yeah. It, it, it push the app uh, because there is so much good music here in St. Louis. No, these bands that are and that, and coming do, up and one hundred percent. I I feel like real talk. I, I, real talk. Real, real talk, talk. Thank you. Right. No, I I should know it. It's just like when, it's honestly it's just when we were coming up, right? It's just like it's there's just there's only so much, right? Like it, unless you're in it, like immersed in it, like you guys are, or are even like finding an app or something. It's just it is just hard to keep up on it. And I a hundred like I would just hang out with these guys and they'd be like, "You need to listen to this band." That's that's how I learned about my music. It's right. just like I am easily easily the most uncool person in this band, like by a long shot. No, nah. so it's like I would. Well, not anymore. You guys seem really. like real people. Cool and, Dave's, and, and, Dave's like the coolest in the band. Like I, I like now. right now he is. Now, he just now. was in Iceland. Yeah, Dave was just in Iceland. That's so you was the coolest. Look at that waterfalls and volcanoes right? and shit. Right. Hell yeah. Real talk. Real talk. Shout out to Iceland. Shout out to Bjork. Shout out to Lord. I'm gonna rip my chest open, son. Rip it open again. Do it. Yeah, he was like Lord, like you know, like Lord of the Rings. You it looked know. like Narnia. Yo, shout out, to, <laughs> shout out to Tolkien. <laughs> Patrick Booz, do you have anything? <laughs> Nothing. No, no, he's no, he's no, like, no, man, he's, he's got to shout out somebody. You got to no, shout out somebody. We got to do this. Look, he's like, he's, shout out somebody. You, there's somebody out there. You got to shout no, out, like, like, yeah, come on, shout, shout out, out somebody. somebody. Got, got, got. Real talk, real talk. Shout out. August twentieth, the uh, St. Louis Anarchy show. Yo, shout out to Anarchy. Shout out to yeah. Shout out to violence and, and no shout government. Shout out to St. Louis Anarchy. They're going to be at Granite City for their second show back. Uh, Steel City beatdown. Yo, Steel shout City, shout out to Granite City Steel. Hell Steel yeah! City, right, right across from. Shout out Granite City. Heck yes, house. you ain't kidding. Uh, yeah. Thanks, you're my hype man. Hey, that. let's be clear. When I was in uh, when I was in high school. Yo, uh, shout out uh, to Althoff Catholic High School, Belleville, Illinois, right, home of the Crusaders. Right. Shout out to Father O'Hanlon. Oh, really? Dirty, dirty. And shout out to Rich Soje, mayor of Soje, Illinois. JV Wrestling, scared shitless of Granite City. I'm going to tell you, because those dudes, seriously, like those those are the guys you didn't want to meet in a real fight. You know what I'm saying? Those yeah. Dudes, those them real dudes, right? Shout out GC. 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 Keeping it real. Keeping it real. At? More shout outs yeah, Tony. I mean, we're, we're hoping to get we're hoping to get Matt and them on on the sixteenth, so still waiting. At August sixteenth? Sweet. No, shout two out. Mondays. Hit me again. What do you Hopefully uh St. Louis Anarchy is gonna be here on the show oh, the sixteenth, nice. right. four we're days good. before the show. So all right, you gotta promote you know what, you gotta you know promote, that's what we do. I'm gonna hear about the uh, app I just downloaded. Yep. The Beyond FM app. I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to that. I'm yeah. gonna know about this. Yeah, you are now. You are. You're gonna know about this stuff. And you know what it's gonna help me remember it? T-shirt I'm wearing. That's say less. Say less. Say less. Say less. Say more. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Jeff, what, what, I know you got more. What else oh, you, you got? got? Shout out. Uh, shout I out. Somebody. Shout out to my wife who is not here oh, tonight. Yeah. Oh yeah, girl. She is uh, not Saint feeling place, so Saint well. Yeah. And, Always talk uh, about the lady. Yeah, she's at home, not feeling well. So I hope she uh, she ain't got that Rona, does she? 
No, All no. Right. She, Shout uh, out. She feels better, too. Oh, she feels yeah. better. Oh, I mean, seriously, um, real talk. Real talk. Real talk. No, but, I yeah, she I hope better. she's doing good. I know she's listening tonight, and she well, wishes she could have been here. I am sorry for her. This is not so, helping. Yeah. This is not helping, um, and I'm sorry about that. But she did tell me. She said, I want you to go because I know you're really excited about meeting the guys in Fragile. And she said, I will not hold you back. And yeah, hopefully she, hopefully she doesn't hold it against you but after listen, listening to this. I'm going to tell you right now, nah, seriously. She's a good woman. Uh, I pick her up some Wendy's on the way home or something and just like I mean get her a frosty some yep. shit out. yeah get yep. her frosty and I do want to shout out to Brandon Barbier uh, okay. have a good time out in New Orleans he is yeah. our co-host Big Easy who is son. normally here on Thursday nights with Ninth us Ward. Uh, and you guys That's should right. check out Brandon's band Outrun the Fall uh, Outrun the Fall used to be Hollow Point Heroes, if that oh, yeah. name rings a bell. Okay, okay. They are now Outrun the Fall. Right. And Outrun the Fall, Amethyst, and... The Richters. The Richters have all moved on to... Uh, the Road to Point Fest. The Road to Point Fest. So oh, they congratulations. had the show Saturday Night at Pops, all right. and they all moved on. So congratulations and to all And I do believe the next fans. one's the finals, I do believe. Yep, the finals. Yes. And the, the, at the finals, they actually fight with, like, like swords, swords and, and shit, uh, right? They yes. actually dip their hands in broken glass and honey. Dude. Damn. And fight it out, bare wow. knuckle. It's like a I like yep. that. Longus comes out with his hockey mask. Yep. I like that. Yeah. That's, that's, I, like, I like everything. See? I, I love battles of the bands. Guess, guess where I'm going to be? I'm going to be at that final, son. Yep. I tell yeah. you what, if you guys come out to a final, you guys sh- should come out and hang out with the Beyond FM crew, and we'll show you how to have a good time at Pops. Well, yeah. Is it Sabres involved? to show us how to do it. So, uh, yeah. so we'll take this. When, when, when is it? Uh, do you, when is it? We, I don't know when the next when round is. When we find out the finals, we yeah. will let you know, and, yeah, and you can up. find out on Beyond FM because right. we'll announce it. All right. yeah. Tony, what's your shout outs? Right. Okay, shout outs. listen. I'll get on the goddamn app. I get it. Okay? <laughs> I get it. I get it. I've been negligent. I'm, I have the app downloaded. Dave, you Dave, you're just playing a character now because I know I saw you download that app. Son, listen. I got nothing to say. Say less. Say less. Tony, shout outs. Red flag. Yep. Saturday night. (laughs) Can you promote your show, guys? Oh, yeah. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry about that. Uh, Shout out to Red Flag for having us. You guys aren't talking about the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Saturday. Saturday. This Saturday. This Saturday. August 7th. So, and and if you come out and if you're a fan of Beyond FM. I am. Oh. If, if I got the app, son. Oh. If we were to be so, <laughs> if we were to be so honored, we'd like Tony to announce us. Oh man! Oh, what? Oh, Say less. Oh, I got a, I'm getting a stiffy. <laughs> All right, who's got the boner now? Yeah. <clears throat> I still got it. Yeah. Oh, wow. Tim's like uh, Make a Wish Foundation. Tim is wow. great in dreams. He's a dream. I mean, they're, they're nightmares. Like they Tim like nightmares, it. Tim like that song Dreamweaver. <laughs> yeah, you would like a dream weaver. Yeah. I will tell you uh, at the show if you guys need any water, I will gladly get you water I for you. Thank you. Yeah, so, hydration I mean, is important in the Hydration summer. is key. Quality so. H2O. Yes. Shout out to Waterboy. Oh, water shout boy. out to wa- shout yeah. out to Agua. Agua that's boy. Spanish for yeah. water, yo. That's all for so That's all for that, my Latinx folk. Do what? Can you do my that kin. for us? Yeah. Right. I'd be honored. No. Hell yeah. yeah. Wow, that's awesome, dude. What other shout-outs you got, Tony? Because we've really like taken up way yeah, too much people. Shout-out to my girl who has band practice tonight, so she didn't. She's what up, girl? Get or, but she girl. is listening. Get that um, music. Yeah, yeah. She'll listen uh, to it on the repeat later. Yeah. Yeah. She hit that on that She's app. Got that app. Yep, get that app, son. Yep, she better download that app. <laughs> oh, you ain't no tap, tap, tap. Wait a minute. Right. Did you say right. she, she done? She's going to listen to this later and just go, the 
are you guys talking about? Uh, we're making him look like ten, good, to be quite ten hours of shout outs. You are, Tim. Yeah. You yeah. are. I just, I, I appreciate you let, let let me do the shout outs because I really feel like I don't do enough of that for people. Hey, real talk, yeah. though. Real talk. Real talk. You know what I love about this format? I feel like I feel like until these guys just start packing their crap up, we just keep. We're talking. just like shouting out. This like, is the longest show we've out. ever done. It's shout out to Dave yeah. Murray. It, it ain't yeah. over. This, this yeah, is a mega over. show. No, it ain't over. Shout out to Frank Cusimano. <laughs> Shout out Frank Cusimano. Yeah, yeah. That's a good name. Yeah, yeah. Shout out Pat Clark. Man, anytime you want to come do shout out, Scotty. I appreciate that. Yeah, because I learned that from like from radio stations. Well, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do. I'm going to. I'm going to make liners, and it's just going to be shout outs from Scotty. Hell yeah! Every once in a while, I'll just say. Hey, this is Scotty from Fresh Reports, and my shout out to Frank Cusimano. Right, but, but do it in your voice. Just, yeah. just, just yeah. completely, you just do yeah. your whole voice over. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. Scotty doing yeah. the. Hey, this is Scott Randall from Fresh Reports. You just have. This is Scott Randall from Fresh Reports, and my shout out to Frank Cusimano. Yeah, just Scott Randall. Oh, that dude dead? Who that? That dude should be dead. Who's that? Who? He has been dead. No, I know. Should be dead. Who's been dead? The, the fucking the dirt cheap dude. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yes. Because, oh. because he drank and smoked a lot. I mean, yeah. that's why you died. Last time you were this mean, we, we were at Niagara Falls. Shout out. <laughs> talking about them Amish. You talking about Fred? Yeah, Fred. Yeah, from, Fred, yeah. Fred, yeah. yeah. R. R. Fred, Fred's dead. Yeah. yeah. R.I.P. Sorry about so, that. We're, cheap. We're, we're not from Listen, these parts. I don't get out much. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, this is, what, this is what happens. They'll put me back in a box, and then you'll never hear from me again. Right. Shout out. Shout out to Mike Bush. Mike Bush, you hadn't hit yet. Yeah, I hadn't hit Mike Bush yet. Shout out to Mike Bush. (laughs) Shout out Melanie Moon. Shout out to Sandy Miller. She's she's leaving Fox 2. Yeah, remember? She she posted she's leaving Fox 2. So shout out to her, too. I forgot about Good luck. Uh, right. I gotta start watching more. Uh, is this the weakest show you've ever done? Because I think it's gotta be close. No, right? but no? We're, we're drifting off that we way. Are I think. I'm just trying to think as many like uh, like St. Louis TV personalities. This I is can. a big problem with bringing bringing us on is that uh, we're not going to talk about anything you guys want to talk about. It could be worse. In all honesty, I mean, there was a band that we had on a long time ago that got a little too. Uh, <laughs> Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did they bite? Yeah. That's not even what's going on. No, they didn't know. throw down. They just wouldn't shut the fuck up. Well, that's <laughs> awesome. It, oh, it turned. Awesome. It went off the rails pretty us. damn quick, yeah, and then we ended up like yeah. having to cut the whole show pretty I'm much. Sorry, guys. I, I just turned off record and said, yeah, "Fuck good, it, man." Good. You got at this point. Right. We've just been having a personal conversation for the last hour. That's the spirit. Shout out. Shout out. But no. for real, yeah. I mean, you guys can stay, but I do got to uh, head out uh, here. No, I've got to go. I got to go take care of Brandon's dogs, and yeah. I got to go home to my wife and yes. get ready for work and She's be up super early. So. Anyway, I'll finish off the show real quick professionally. Saturday night, Red Flag, Fragile Porcelain Mice. Yes. Tickets are on sale now. Yes. Uh, I'm sure the doors open at 7. Show starts at 8. eight yeah. Be there. Also... Thursday night, we will have Crystal O'Connor and the, the Whiskey, Whiskey Rebels yeah. on Talking Dollars with 10 Cents. All right. um, they yes. just won, what, Missouri's Best Country Band or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to find out all about what they yeah, got going yeah. on. And Crystal O'Connor is a good friend of Beyond FM, and uh, we're a big supporter and of plus, her. So. And, and, and if you think this show is was a cluster... If if and you do if if yeah. Daniel if Daniel shows up with her it's going to be a clusterfuck. Daniel is 
was a uh, professional MMA fighter and nice. by the okay. by the name of Johnny Irish. Yeah. And yep. he is very vocal and very fun. So it would be a, it's yep. going to be a good time. Nice. Okay. This is the second time we've had them on too. And yep. then next Monday we will have the band Malibu ninety two on, and that'll be fun as well. Nice. Yep. Very good. Yep. That's it. Big Download stuff. that app. Yep. Thank you guys so much for coming on again. Well, thanks for it was a good time. And then <laughs> a year from now, when you do your next show, we'll do it again. Yep. Thank and we'll you. Give, you just sit out and give shout-outs all the fucking show. I'll have to watch more uh, more St. Louis news. <laughs> yeah, you'll have to catch up on some of the new ones. <laughs> all right. <laughs> yep. All right. Love you. We'll see you next week. Love and uh, we'll leave you, you with you. some more Fragile. This is On Deaf Ears on Beyond Deaf Gum. Good night. Start making local music famous. Yeah, that's right. Beyond FM.